Welcome back to the Casey Concept. This evening we are still in Colorado. We're in Strasburg, Colorado with beautiful Emily still. She was on our last podcast and her wonderful mother and beautiful mother Sandy oh. Green is here tonight. We're very excited to get to have just, you guys here. Just to clarify, Sandy wasn't on the last podcast. No, just oh. Emily. Emily yes. and Sandy are here now. Both of them. Yes. yes. Got a twofer. Twofer. <laughs> lucky, lucky us. <laughs> So we're talking to Sandy tonight. So I don't know. I don't. You haven't listened to any of our podcasts before, right? Not really. So the whole reason the whole thing started was because my my when my mom was dying, my uncle brought no, my cousin Robbie brought over a recording of my grandpa and him talking. My uh, cousin Robbie had some kind of uh, college thing to do uh, some college uh, oh, like a assignment. holy shit I forgot it's been a long time <laughs> some kind of assignment that you had to go home and talk to somebody from your family or you know interview them about whatever and record it mm-hmm. so he did and he did it with my grandpa and so when my mom was like the last couple hours um, my uh, cousin brought over this recording of my grandpa and she was actually responding you know she could hear him and then she <sighs> came on just for just for seconds and I couldn't hear, that was the end of it. That was the end. I was like, I'm done. I can't listen to it anymore, you know? So I wish I had more. I wish that I had recorded everything my mom had ever said so I would remember it mm-hmm. because she had some stories. She my mom was a, a great storyteller. <laughs> so this is good for Emily and Chris to have forever. Mm-hmm. This will be out there forever. So mind what you say <laughs> because once it goes out, it is out there forever. So yeah. Emily, mm-hmm. let's say one day you're not here anymore because that will happen. It will. So the people that care about you and love you can go back and listen to this, and it will be amazing for them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of They'll people get don't get to do that. Again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and it's yeah. a big deal. And yeah. yeah, when when Jenny heard Tammy's voice, I could see it. I could see it in Jenny how everything just kind of sunk. And there's there's been I've gone back and listened to our podcast. I've listened to mine. I've listened to Stefan's and. The all of them. I've gone back and listened to mm-hmm. all of them, and they're so good. I mean, not necessarily the quality. I'm learning curve, <laughs> but the the going back and listening to the people, and even the podcast that you're just like. So, a really good example is Stefan. Stefan isn't somebody that is excuse me. Isn't like super tight into our group like a majority of the people that we've interviewed. So I was like, I wonder how this podcast actually turned out. And I went back and listened to it. I was like, holy shit, that was so good. And I learned a lot from that one. Mm -hmm. And that's what inspired me to do mine was the things that he was talking about. Like made me think to myself, like, "Eh, I can talk about some of that shit too. Should talk about some of that shit too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes. So you should go back and listen to Matt's. I'm going to. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's a funny one. I, I feel silly now that I put it out because it feels like a big old fucking... Nah. <laughs> like, no. woe is me, and that's not really what it is, even though that's what it feels like to me. So I go back and listen to it. I was like, you fucking dummy. Like, <laughs> shut up. Just shut up. You're whining right now. <laughs> no, I mean, that, it's just real stuff. And it it's is. It's important it is. conversations to have. And I have so. to, you have to remind yourself that is it's not, it's not that you're, you're vain mm-hmm. and that you want people to hear what you have to say. It's, there's a lot to be taught and learned and to help with recovery. Jenny and I were talking Absolutely. about maybe doing like 
a series of the Casey concept that is just grief counseling. Not oh, counseling, just talking. That's a great idea. Yeah. Just sharing how you feel because I did have to... I did join a grief thing on Facebook kind of recently because I didn't know what else to do. All of my all of my resources for grief and stuff were kind of taken away because they all got shut down with COVID. Yeah. Yes. Immediately, right? Yes. Like here, this is Counseling. what we're going to offer you, but now it's all gone. And then mm. and then when we open back up, your year's gone. It's done. You can't mm. have it back. Oh no. So I didn't know what to do, and I didn't know how I if I was feeling normal or not normal. If I'm crazy, why am I not crying? Whatever. Right. So I joined a group just to see what they were saying, and it's completely normal. Everybody's fucking crazy. When you lose somebody, <laughs> you just... It changes your entire person. Mm -hmm. Your insides, your insides, your everything. It changes who you are. Yeah. For so, sure. So I just needed to know that. And other mm -hmm. people need to know that. Mm -hmm. That's a thing, yeah. too, is that we had a lot of support from friends and stuff. So... Yeah. Um, it's, some people don't have friends. Some people don't have friends to talk to. Some people have no fucking clue. Right. So or they have friends, but their friends have never gone through it. So... Exactly. So Those they people just... are hard. Those mm -hmm. people... Are and that, for real. Yeah. Like, can you, you had made a comment yesterday right? it had to have been yesterday yeah. <laughs> you had made a comment about uh we're talking about somebody else that had lost their mom and how they rain mm -hmm. and how she you don't think she's fully got over it and you don't you really don't and you yeah. will never know until you've lost a parent or lost mm -hmm. your mom or somebody cool. that close to you i mean mm -hmm. you can you can comprehend to the best of your ability mm -hmm. and you can understand right. to the best of your ability Right. But until it's actually happened, like, I've I've watched my wife not be my wife because it's it's something way way beyond what she can handle, and it's mm -hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that that is something that is so so impactful in your life to like change who you are. Mm -hmm. Your mom dies, and okay, I am changing my entire fucking life now because my mom's gone. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I mean. Until until that's happened, it's it's hard to relate and it's hard to be there to the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so that's the whole grief yeah. podcast anyway. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a, I think great it's a really, idea. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think yeah. it'll help a lot of people and um, and it'll help you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it feels good to talk about stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes people like forget to ask or mm -hmm. don't forget they just don't because it didn't impact them like it did me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I sit around and I wonder about it every day, every once an hour. It's in my mind and other people don't ask for months at a time. Well, and sometimes you like on this side of it you don't want to ask because you don't want to bring it up. You don't want to right, upset right. Mm -hmm. the griever. Mm -hmm. And and until somebody told me that that's kind of the worst possible thing that you to should not say ask. something. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But you don't know that until... Somebody tells you that, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It, at the same yeah. time, though, there's a certain point at which you just kind of get tired of how are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you holding up? Like... I feel like shit and shut the fuck up because I'm tired of hearing it. I mean, I can tell you all, like, I'm fine. No, I feel like shit and I'm just here doing what I have to do to try to have some fucking normalcy. Mm -hmm. And just leave me alone. There is that end of it, too. I mean, after a while, it becomes old and you just want, let me get through it. Let me get through this part and let it sink in, let the reality hit. Let me be me for a second. Then let me grieve and when I need you... I'll come to you. I'll come to you. Just let me know that you're there. So I know that to come to you when it's time. Well, we're both here. Yes, yes. yes. So, yes. And we've, you know, we've had a lot of friends recently ask us, like, what do you do in a situation where somebody is 
in need of help or grieving in one way or another, be it a loss or just something important in their life. And I said, tell them all the same thing. Like, I'm very much an introvert. Don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> so that's changed with me. And my, my mentality now is be a friend, but don't be a pushy friend. Tell, message your person, call your person, say, hey, I love you. And I hope I hope that everything is going well enough. And if it's not, I'm here. And if it is, fantastic. I'm so happy that you're doing awesome. And if not, I'm still fucking here. I'm repeating myself, Jenny. I know. Shush. You're so cute. No, it's fine. You're doing just fine. And I've said this probably every fucking podcast. We're just repeating ourselves. We're gonna... It's funny. So anyway, let's talk about Sandy Green. Totally. Do you, uh, you want to share with us how old you are? You don't have to. I just turned 60 this year. Beautiful. That's 60. a good age, right? Straight mm -hmm. up. I feel like that's good. Not 62 bullshit. No. Not 63. No. <laughs> no. Straight easy. up no. 60. Mm -hmm. Straight up 60. When was your birthday? April. April? So it was last month. Oh, nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. My brother's birthday is in April. Is that right? Mm -hmm. What day in April? 18th. I'm the 8th. Ooh. Oh, really? That's yeah. easy to remember Ooh. that one. I don't think I know any other Aprils off the top of my head. My brother's April 24th, so they... Your brother-in-law, Zach, is actually April. Oh, so mm -hmm. it's like April 30th, right? Yes. Yes. Very good. good. Job, Very Matt. good. Good job, So, okay, Matt. so you I just... I like you, Zach. Uh, <laughs> 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 right? They work together, too, for a while. So, so, Sandy, you just turned 60. Where were you born? Where were you born? Um, In California, Lancaster. Mm -hmm. And your parents are... Our, well, our, what are their names? Oh, my mom's name is Jean uh -huh. Fuller. Uh huh. And um, and my dad was Roger. Uh huh. Green. Fuller. Uh, Fuller. Fuller. Wait, wait. So, Your dad's name. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we smoked some joints before we started. <laughs> well, yes. We just call Fuller. her Mama Green, even yeah, though her last name isn't Green. <laughs> my, is but it, it is. It is it still is. Green. It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She okay, never yeah. changed after That's the divorce. Right. Or That's right. Right. Cool. Yeah. Mama Green. Okay. Yeah, she's okay. still green. So, Mr. and Mrs. Fuller. Yep, and then well, where were you born, did you say? Um, in California. What part of California? Lancaster. Lancaster, which is where, though? L Southern. L.A. LA County. County. So, like, Southern. So, how old were you, like, when you left there? Um, 20. So, you grew up there? Yes. That's hardcore, is it not? <laughs> Pretty hardcore. L.A. County, L.A. County, that's like... Well, Danger zone. <laughs> not, not, but Lancaster really isn't. No, no. Now no. it's a little bit more hood, but back in the day it was the cow town. Yeah, it, like was, it, it was just a, you know, it was a really great place to grow up. Yeah, because it was. I think there were like thirty thousand people, so it wasn't huge. Yeah, but it was big enough that we had. Maybe stuff, stuff to do. Yeah, yeah we had the yeah. the, the walk-in theater and the <laughs> drive-in theater. Yeah, that's pretty big. I'm gonna say thirty thousand. That's a good chunk of people. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. it was a a town all of its own. Yes. So and yeah. We, but we would go down to L.A. We would call it going down below. Yeah. Um, but we would go to L.A. to do like school shopping mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. Special. If we had a special event, yeah, we would go to LA to yeah shop there. What high school did you go to? Quartz Hill High School. Quartz Hill. Quartz Hill. Because when, so when I was twelve, we moved from Lancaster, which was the the big town, to Quartz Hill, which was a much smaller, more rural uh -huh. town. So I went to eighth grade in Quartz Hill in uh -huh. Quartz Hill High School. Nice. Good. Good. Mm -hmm. Did you do anything? Did you have hobbies and stuff? Did you do sports or anything like that? What did you do in high school? What kind of kid I, were you? Um, we're talking like uh, you would have graduated late, late 70s. Yeah, 79. Yes. Um, I was a banner and flag girl. 
Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was in a choir, even yeah. though I don't sing well, <laughs> but you know, it was fun to be a part of it. Yeah. And like we were talking yesterday, I was in Rainbow Girls. Yes, the <laughs> Rainbow um, Girls. Uh-huh. What did you say about that? Uh, it just, You're, it's how it foreshadowed. It's funny how your childhood foreshadows your life. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, what exactly was Rainbow Girls? It's, um, it, it's affiliated with the Masonic Lodge and it's a service group. So we would do service activities okay. that would benefit the old folks' home or like um, do soup kitchen stuff, and soup kitchen things, yeah. um, volunteer work, volunteer work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What got yeah. you into that? Well, my sister joined before I did. Okay. So I became shout out to Donna just in case yes. she's gonna listen. Yeah. Hey Donna. Hey Donna. What's hey, up? Donna. Um, <laughs> and my mom actually was in it when she was a kid too. Uh-huh. The reason I ask is because Jenny Jenny had done a thing with her mom, the Southern Bells, and I w- just wasn't not, sure no, if no, no, it was that's, anything like... It's not true at all. I don't know. Sweet Adelines. God damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> so close. Sweet the Southern Adelines, Bells were the dance group at South Albany. I'm definitely not a dancer. School. I wish I, I know, could. But I know. That's but not a you thing know what? Southern me. Bells is also like a choir thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Is that correct? It could Southern be. Bell is like a type of... A southern bell is a is a southern singing, woman. I mean, singing, I don't know. singing choir group of some sort. I don't know. It, it I don't be. know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My mom and I were in the Sweet Adelines. Sweet Adelines. So we were a singing group. Do you know what they oh, are? Okay. Four part harmony women's group, right? Oh. We did that to keep me out of trouble. My mom wanted to just do stuff with me. Instead of mm-hmm. going out after school with my friends, she wanted to hang out with me instead yeah. so I would not be in trouble all the fucking time. <laughs> I was just curious <laughs> if that was something that that you did with your family, you did on, alone, or um, how how it was incorporated into your life? Because it's school group. I mean, like, it was actually through a couple of churches in our town. Mm-hmm. So, and my sister was in that too. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, we were in, we were never in that together. We were in uh-huh. Rainbow at the same time. Uh huh. But not the singing group. Yeah. Yeah. And she was also a flag girl. <laughs> so what's I'm like? noticing uh-huh. a theme here. I am too. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, going back just a little bit, you are one of three. I'm you are the three, youngest yes. of three. Yes. You have an older brother and an older sister, Donna, of course. We already brought up. And mm-hmm. your brother is Michael? David. David. Shit. So close. It's okay. So Damn. close. Same kind of name. It's all yeah, it's in the Bible, common, right? Yeah. So anyway, David. Yeah. So what's what's the age gap there? What's the He's, difference? He's um, five years older than me, uh-huh. and Donna is three years older than me. Okay. All tight. That's a good little group. I think five and three. and. I think that's perfect. My brother and I are seven years, years apart, and, and it's an awkward time to be, like, as soon as I moved on from the thing that he was moving into, like... I'm I'm to the next thing as right. he's getting into um, what I was just leaving. So there was never that, and that might be the case between you and your brother. Yeah, David and Pretty I close. are just really, really different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think that we ever got involved in any of the same activities. And although Donna and I are very different from each other as well, we have many more things. I mean, if you drew like the Venn diagram, uh-huh. Donna and I would have more things in common uh-huh. than David and I. Right, uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. And is that that just because he was your brother, or just because of the age gap? You think? Probably both. Both. Mm-hmm. Both. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sucks. I thought, I thought it was shitty to have a brother, that was that far apart because like. I thought to myself, like, yes, you know, a little yeah. brother, a buddy, a somebody, and like, uh, 
that's that's a whole different story, but mm-hmm. it didn't end up working out that way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and you and Chris are four years apart. Yeah, four, four and a half. So, I mean, they kind of, I mean, they got along pretty well, mm-hmm. but you really didn't do any activities together because yeah. the age yeah. Gap there. But we did a lot of like similar act like when Chris was in football, I was in cheerleading. And so like I would go to his games and then if I had a game where I was a cheerleader, Chris would sometimes be there, sometimes not, just depending. Um and what's funny that you bring that up, um, Chris never thought that I paid attention to like any of his games. He did football, baseball, uh hockey, hockey. for a while. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of like the every like just a really jock. Yeah, he was a jock, yeah. like yeah, really yeah. sporty guy. Um and my dad would always like video record his games and do like the commentary like like dads <laughs> do. Yeah. And so he threw this pass and he was he like in eighth grade maybe when because it was I think before he got into high school football because that was kind of a different league. Um, and he threw this like really amazing pass and then my dad's doing this commentary and then you just hear my little voice like, wow, dad, did you see that? And I guess Chris was watching some of these like home movies with my dad and he was just like no way I never thought that she paid attention to like anything that I was doing and so it was cool for him to be like oh wow like we actually did like she paid attention to the game and she knew what was going on somewhat and I was like I I only paid attention when he was there but if he wasn't you know playing I was just like whatever interesting part of the whole thing is that one person that you know right right? I told Anna the same thing she asked me do you like do you like watching me play softball do you like watching softball I was like oh my god no but (laughs) You're my kid, and I support you through everything. That's and fun if to you watch if you are up there batting, I'm gonna watch you bat. If you're there running, I'm gonna watch you run. And as mm-hmm. soon as some other girls up there, I don't give a fuck. Right? <laughs> I do. I cheer those girls on too. I try and figure out their name and listen to everybody else's. You know. I've just never and... been a sports person. I've never enjoyed sports. It's always been just like, fucking, goddamn, get on, get on with it. You know. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't know. I don't like watching sports. I'd rather play than watch, and that includes like. My own daughter softball. <laughs> You're like, let me get out there. I'll show you how yeah, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> dummies, watch this. <laughs> so we've already kind of brought it up because you did mention Chris, but mm-hmm. you have two children. I do. And yes. they are? Chris uh-huh. and Emily. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how old are they? Uh-oh. I'm 31, Uh-oh. so that would make Chris 30. Well, he's... Is he, see, this is that... Because he just turned... Because he was born in 85. 85, so he just... I've had a couple of drinks. When's his birthday? <laughs> um, April, April 24th. April. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 85. 85. And yeah. So he's 36? That doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right. But that's right. He's such a grown-up. Have you had your birthday Wait, yet this year? No, no, mine's in August. Okay, so yeah, he's 36. Yeah, because I'll be 32. I just got yeah. used to him being 35. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Oh, man. When you get to a certain age, it doesn't matter anymore, right? right? Like, you're just fucking getting older. That's all there is to it. When, you know? when they were younger, I had it like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even when I'm drinking, I had yeah. it like that. Anna's easy. Anna's easy because her second number is mine. Mm-hmm. I'm 38. She's 18. Oh, She'll turn mm-hmm. 21. I'll be 41. Mm-hmm. It's uh, The second number is always the same. Yeah, yeah I care so easy. little about my age <laughs> that my wife and I have had arguments and I've lost. <laughs> yeah, oh, easy. Easily. I don't always know how how old I am. I don't care. I'm like 32. Am I 32 right now? Yeah. No, you're 33. <laughs> 
And like a half already. I was 32 for so fucking long. I've only been 33. I like. By the time I get used to it, I'm going to be 34. Exactly. I know. But it really keeps really changing. Really Before bullshit. I turned 30, I was like, okay, I don't... Because, like, from 25 to 30, I was like, I, I can't remember where I am, but I know I'm not 30 yet. And so I'd be like, I'm 27, 8, I don't know. <laughs> and then now that I'm over 30, I'm like, oh, boy, 32. Something. I know. Because <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really matter. No. It really doesn't. But, like, when people ask you, like, how old you are, or, like, when you get carded somewhere, it's always like, oh, my gosh, I'm still getting carded. And yeah. I'm 32. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know it cracks me up when they card me because I'm like, seriously. Yeah. Don't do be you, dicks. You're just being dicks at this point. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I figure I can play your lottery, I can drink your alcohol, and smoke your weed. It doesn't really matter how old I am anymore. <laughs> no. no, that's, that's yeah. how I feel. Yeah, we can do it all. Rent a car. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hotel yeah. room. Yeah. Like, we've mm-hmm. got a cover. As right? soon as I turned 25, I was like, yay, my insurance just went down a little bit. <laughs> right. Okay, mm-hmm. so what's next? Like, Seventy? Seventy to retire? <laughs> okay, well who it's fucking long... cares how old I am oh, then, right? Well, you, you get senior discounts at fifty five. Oh, they'll probably change that shit. <laughs> they'll never change that. I think it went down to fifty five because I think it was fifty six forever. Right? <laughs> and then it went down to the Sherry's menu went down to fifty five. Like, don't, I don't think don't that, I think that's Sherry's not anymore, do we? We had one in, um, Castle, in Castle Rock, Rock, but I don't know where. But they're everywhere oh, up yeah. in Oregon. Yeah, I think I it started there somewhere, mm-hmm. like Hillsboro or something. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on that. Somewhere weird though in Oregon, mm-hmm. they're everywhere. Where did Sherry's. Dutch Brothers come from? It came from Oregon. Uh, Grand Oregon. Pass. Yeah, Grand yeah Pass. that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. You guys that, got all kinds of stuff. Up yeah, there. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we have maraschino cherries. It's we true. have uh, OSB, which is the particle board that looks like uh, wood chips. The plywood that looks like wood chips oh. and the ones that look like sawdust glued together. That mm-hmm. comes from Corvallis. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that OSU invented all of those things. Students. Yeah. Wow. They had a hand in the vaccines, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, like, oh, one of the good. first schools to, like, even try and tackle it. Or the first people to try and tackle it was the college. Oregon has mm-hmm. a lot of shit. Just not, not like, super big stuff that you would necessarily know the fact to. Like, I don't know who made maraschino cherries i just know that they come from corvallis mm-hmm. <laughs> right just one of those things oregon oregon has a lot oregon and then cool. uh, marion yeah. berries too is up in in oregon right we have is a lot that, of them there yeah, yeah. lots yes. of marion berries That's, yeah. the first time that i even heard of marion berries was when i lived in oregon because yeah. i had never had it before and somebody brought a pie to a gathering yeah and i was like oh what kind of pie is this and they said marion berry and i was like i didn't even know that that was like, like oh, how funny berry. how funny is that that's not something we've ever talked about before <laughs> we've talked about just about everything and i've not <laughs> talked about that so that's a funny little one that i didn't think of because they're mm-hmm. yeah we just grew up with Marion Berries. It grew wild there. Yeah, you know, I never really had Marion Berries growing up. It was blackberries. I grew up on a farm. Yeah, <laughs> my, I, my Aunt Pauline had a whole field of, or like a whole garden area of Marion Berries. Oh, wow. see, we, we just went down to the river and picked blackberries. That's what we did. We would go up to my aunt and uncle's house that they lived in um, Klamath. Oh, yeah. Not Klamath Falls, oh, but Klamath in California. Uh-huh. Okay. And berries grew wild there, and we yeah. would, we would pick them, and yeah. they would save milk cartons and rinse them out, and then we'd put them in, the, wash them, put them in there, and then my aunt Millie would tape it shut and put them in the freezer. Yes, mm-hmm. oh nice. Have you ever picked blueberries? I haven't picked <laughs> blueberries. It's not, the people that have picked blueberries 
do not like picking blueberries, especially when you need to pick blueberries clean and you're not breaking off the branches. Because they are some of the shittiest berries oh. to pick for some reason. I don't know why. It's something hmm. about the way you've got to pull them off to keep them from not smashing. Oh. Delicate. Yeah. Delicate, one at a time, bushes down where you're hunched over. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not there for that. No. <laughs> it's not too much no. work. Yeah. yeah. I'm better with the... Um, you know, the eye level. Yeah, I'd much <laughs> rather yes, get cut up by a blackberry. Raspberries and blackberries. Raspberries, yeah. blackberries, yeah. boysenberries. Oh, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Berries are some yeah. of my favorite. Berries I make seeds. a good cobbler. Oh, I love oh, cobbler. Man. Or a crisp. Oh, Anything my like gosh. That. Anything yes, like yes, yes, yes. I'm yes. a sucker for raspberry. If I see something raspberry on the mm-hmm. menu, I'm usually going mm-hmm. to take it. Do you guys I'm, have choke cherries in Oregon? I don't know what those are. Oh, we have them oh, here. We have them here, yeah. What is it? What does that mean? Um, I I don't know if they're like a kind of cherry or berry or whatever, but they like grow wild in bushes here. And it's like, it's an odd name, choke cherries, because like a choke, like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. I cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh no, you're fine. Go ahead. That was it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) are they edible? Are they poisonous? Are they Um, ornamental? Um, I think they're edible. Um, I think they're, they're kind of smallish. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you looking? Uh, does this is? I mean, does it go from yeah. this flower to? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's because like we a passed a whole bunch of these while mm-hmm. we were on that path. Yeah, they yeah. kind of oh. look like uh, tubular white colas of what are those? Just flowers. The they look purple like ones that we see. Lilacs. Oh, lilacs. lilacs. Kind it's of, like yeah. a mm-hmm. tubular white lilac. Mm-hmm. Oh, when they're in bloom. Like yes. this, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. like the blossom. The, we, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we have something similar, but not like you do here. Gotcha. Like when we were walking, uh, we went to the Red Rocks Amphitheater mm-hmm. was that yesterday, the day before yesterday, mm-hmm. and these were everywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have some cool stuff growing, like, mm-hmm. naturally <laughs> Absolutely. here? Absolutely. Um, yeah. But no, I don't think we have these, like, oh, okay. this here, or at mm-hmm. home, I mean, uh and gotcha. you guys also, while we were on that walk, there's big tufts of straight, pokey grass that come in clumps, mm-hmm. and it, it, they're red hot pokers. Is what it's called. The plant is called a red hot poker, because eventually, when that's ready, there's a flower that comes out of the middle. It looks like an asparagus, mm-hmm. but it's like bright red and bright orange and bright Beautiful. yellow, huh? Like mm-hmm. balls at the end. I don't yeah. know, but it, it, like it looks really wild in there. What's that? Yeah, it is looks, it like a yucca? It looks like yucca, but it has a red flower yeah. in the middle. But, Unless yeah. that's what it is, and it looks exactly the same. What's mm-hmm. a yucca? Um, What's it, yucca? Y-U-C-C-A. It, and I did send that to my dad. I was like, Dad, look at these things uh, growing wild out here. Is it a fruit? Uh, or yucca? It's just like, like yucca a plant. Root? It could I, be yucca root. So there's know. a yucca root that looks like a ginger mm-hmm. type thing, so that's probably not mm-hmm. it. Oh, shit. So anyway, mm-hmm. keep talking, keep talking. Yucca. Um, Yucca. Anyway, those things are not cheap at home. Those oh, plants they, that Jenny's talking about, those red hot pokers, they, uh-huh. they, they're they oh, pretty penny. No, these are much larger. This is yucca? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So not those. I'll find you what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, they... And the cactus. The cactus was cool, too, because <laughs> yeah, you don't I saw see your that. Picture. Are they... Are those actually Nepalas, or are they just a type of cactus? Because don't they don't know, grow mm-hmm. quite like Nepalas. Do you, are you familiar with a Nepala? Uh, yeah. If you go to the grocery store and you see the teardrop-shaped cactus, oh, yeah. that's Nepala. That's a red hot Ooh, poker. So there's a, there will be a whole bunch of these in the middle of those fields for mm-hmm. a minute. Mm-hmm. Right? They're, they're very pretty, but those grow pretty. crazy out there. 
Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, but there's not been so much yet. rain here lately, and I've never been, I've only been to Red Rocks for concerts. I've never like walked around you like should. like you guys did. I think I will. You should, but take your time. Yeah. Like so Get some water. I was just saying to Jenny, when it comes to her and I, we have a better sweetness to our walks. When we're walking with the dogs and when we're walking we don't only want to walk to see things, but we also want to walk to challenge ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if we're we're walking hard, we're not really seeing everything. Right, right. But we don't want to walk so slow that we don't feel like we've got exercise in for the day. Mm -hmm. So it's that weird balance of going really hard and then slowing down and taking some pictures. And then going yeah. really hard to slowing down it's and taking some balance. pictures. Yeah. It is a hard balance. And I was going somewhere with that and I'll oh. get back to that. But walking <laughs> this path. Walking the path at Red Rocks. Yes. You should time. take your time. You should take mm -hmm. your time because there's a lot to see and there's like a, we crossed one little bridge and we went over and smoked a jay at the little, little creek and I found so many beautiful rocks just sitting there and I was just zoned out. Just... <laughs> Smoke some weed, zoned out over at Red Rock, and just <laughs> enjoying my life. Yeah. And it was one of the, I, those are the moments that I look for. And that's, those are the moments that I enjoy doing this for. Because I yes. get to go to Colorado and just fucking zone out at a little fucking <laughs> water, some well, runoff, yeah. I mean, and pick up stones. <laughs> but, the, but that's what it is. That's, it is. that's what it is. And mm. it's. That's if what you, life is. If you can slow down and enjoy it, it's worth it. It really is. And then it's definitely yeah. worth it. That's it definitely is. worth yeah. it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a mile and a half, and and a lot of it is uphill. Yeah, so the, the last little half is yeah. uphill, so that was a little rough, but we but made like, it. <laughs> do you go to the amphitheater yeah. and then start walking from there? So you know Three. the ramp? Um, the ramp to go up? Um, that's kind of killer. Yeah. yeah. So there is a trail that's what would you say, like 25 like right feet? Right at the end of that, basically, across yeah. the street. Just walk right mm. across the street mm -hmm. into the rocks, and it will just take you all the way yep. around. Okay. Mm -hmm. And bring you right back there. Yep. You don't have to do anything weird. You don't have to walk up Follow any the trails. Path. You don't have mm -hmm. to walk on the road. There's trail the entire way. Okay. okay. Pretty flowers. and yeah. Well, Unlike, we went now, and it was very pretty right now. Unlike yeah. the place that we would went where we had to walk on the road, and there are some... Mm -hmm jackass speeding up and down it too oh at uh, garden of the gods garden yeah yeah gods. that yeah. place was that place was awesome took some good pictures there too yeah mm -hmm. that place was cool yeah and this the whole visit has been really cool because it's like so. we have a plan of stuff to do but then once we get there it's kind of a free-for-all so yep. it's like whatever happens happens yep. whatever we see we see but it's like well this is pretty and like this is cool and like but trying to find stuff for you guys to do because like i live here all the time yeah. and so i don't think about like if i was at home yeah because it's like that's you yeah. know it's it's just always there and i never think about it but mm -hmm. like it yeah. was kind of cool like when you guys surprised me and i was like okay like what are we gonna do where do i want to take them like what are my favorite spots or places that i'm like oh like you need to see this before you go home you yeah. know yeah. step back and don't take your home for granted and it'll be beautiful all over again i am mm -hmm. so excited to go <laughs> home and see to see home again because right. i have been seeing some really pretty stuff and even though it's not forest like I'm used to, and mm -hmm. it's very flat or it's bare mountains, it's still beautiful because it's just something completely different. And I'm, I'm so happy to go home to see 
to see home again through different eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was telling Jenny Travel last night. Eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was telling Jenny last night that this is one of the most amazing things I've ever done with my life. I'm 33 and traveling to Colorado in an RV is the most amazing thing I've done with my life. How well, it's fucking sad cool. is that? But it's, it's not. I mean, it's not. People go their whole lives and don't see the ocean because it lives right here in Colorado. This is true. This yeah. is true. But well, a lot of people never leave their state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, important. And there's a lot of world out there. Yeah. There is. And that's, that's kind of what I'm saying is I've traveled yeah. one, two, three, four, five states technically. And... I don't know. It doesn't feel like enough. <laughs> well, we're not <laughs> done yet. So don't worry. We're not done yet, and it's that's and that's good. It's never gonna be enough. It's that's never the thing. It's my be, yep. my entire thing is it's never gonna be enough. I'm never gonna be good enough at whatever I do because there's always more to learn. Mm-hmm. And there's you know? more to see, and there's exactly. more to do, and there's more mm-hmm. to appreciate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like when I moved back to Colorado from Oregon, and I loved living in Oregon, and I still consider Oregon like one of my homes. Mm-hmm. I feel like very fortunate that I get to have like multiple homes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, and you guys too. I mean, you you mm-hmm. kind of have homes wherever you go, really. I mean, yeah. um, but I remember uh, driving back with my dad and like seeing like the view from downtown Denver, and I was just like, oh man, like I miss that. Uh-huh. And I was like, I never thought that I would miss like city traffic and like right. driving through all that bullshit. But right. just like going, um, you know, getting up over that little part of I twenty five where you can finally see downtown, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, there it is. Yeah, Hi. home again. Home that again. Air smells right somehow. Yeah, just mm-hmm. everything everything fits back into place and you didn't know that it was out of place right yeah mm-hmm. but i mean when i go when i went back to to see you guys for your wedding i was mm-hmm. just like oh hi mount hood yeah. like you know yeah, yeah. hi yeah. columbia and river yeah. <laughs> everywhere that we, we visit is going to have that little bit too it's like oh mm-hmm. yeah i remember this place yeah. Yeah. remember yeah. the there first time that yeah. we went there yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like exactly. i I'm so excited to go to Pacific City. It's one of my favorite thousand trails, and it's one of the most beautiful, I think. And it's it's the place that I think of when I think of, like, I want to go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, Pacific I, City I, is where I think of home. I think of, of course, Lebanon and Albany area, because that's where, that's where Anna is. That's where my job is. That's where I need to be. Right. But when I think of like, let's go, let's go, let's go home, let's go to where we really are the happiest in specific city. Mm-hmm. Being at the You're beach. You're going to send pictures. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. not even that. I mean, it's just a campground, but it's within walking distance of the beach. The beach is beautiful. It's, mm-hmm. I love the beach. And it's, There's yeah. nothing Oregon coast is awesome. Especially walk, spectacular about to it. it at nighttime. There's no town in walking distance. Mm-hmm. You're alone. That's the thing. Yeah. You're secluded. Oh, There's no internet, uh-huh. no nothing. I mean, like, we yeah. do videos and podcasts or whatever. and and have to wait. We color. We mm-hmm. rearrange our cabinets. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot. Yeah. You know, we like, you like, you get back to the basic shit when you can't yeah. get on the computer and you can't be on your phone. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, and you yeah. learn a lot about each other. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah. You it's get good. pissed off because you can't look something up. <laughs> I know, because that we're so That actor was reli- totally in that. Uh-uh. <laughs> but we're so reliant on yes. Google now. Yeah. 100%. For sure. 100%. Do you remember when your parents said, go look it up? Yes. Oh, get a dictionary look that. it up. Fucking answer. Fuck oh, man. you. I don't even know how to spell it. Sound it out. Fuck you. It's <laughs> not phonetic. Right? <laughs> yeah. That was frustrating. Yeah. My dad did that kind of shit, too. God damn it. Why can't I bad. find possum? Well, maybe you're stupid. <laughs> oh. That's no. a trick one. That is a trick one. So it's gnome and knife and all those things, right? Right. 
That's not fair. <laughs> anyway. No, it wasn't. Shit. <laughs> so, uh, Sandy, what do your children do? <laughs> well, my son is a wildland firefighter. Mm -hmm. Where does he live right now? He lives um, in a little town outside of Steamboat Springs. Uh-huh. Colorado. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Phippsburg. They call Berg. it Peaberg. Uh-huh. Yep. With his fiance Bailey. Uh-huh. And their dog Hermione. Her grand dog. My grand dog. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what kind is her what kind of dog is she? I'm assuming it's a she. Yes. Hermione. She's a she. Yes. Uh -huh. I Is somebody a Harry Potter fan? Um, so, Bailey is. Well, and when she adopted Hermione, she came from a litter. So they named the puppies after certain things. So one of the, the litters was like a Lord of the Rings theme. Uh -huh. And so there was like a Frodo and uh -huh. all that. And oh, then there was... So Bailey didn't name her. I don't believe so. If I remember the story correctly, which I could totally not be remembering the story correctly, but I believe that she was a part of like the Harry Potter litter because that was... Hermione, yeah. of course. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So there was like yeah. a Dumbledore and... Yeah, um, Harry. And Harry and Ron and yeah, all of them, of course, but yeah. um, I believe that was the story. But okay. yeah. So, what kind of dog is she? Well, she looks like a black mouth cur. Cool. Is it a big so, dog or a little? Um, dog? She well, she looks kind of like Jasmine, but with okay. more of a boxer mouth stubby, nose, kind of stubby mm -hmm. face. Uh -huh. Yeah, and a little uh -huh. whiter than Jasmine's. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. But she looks like a little miniature version of Jasmine. Cute. Mm -hmm. And Jasmine is a boxer and Shepherd German Shepherd mix. mix. Got it. Mm -hmm. Big. Jasmine's yeah. big. 80 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> that is a big dog. Tall. Mm -hmm. Jasmine's the dog that we met yes. yesterday. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that, that. I guess I didn't realize that she had boxer. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. But she also might be a. It's either black mouth cur or a black nose cur. Mm, okay. I don't know I, what that is. I don't know. But when She's you pull sweet, it up whatever. on the internet, yeah. she looks exactly like that dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So they're out there in Steamboat Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Yep. The three of mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. um, what does Bailey do? She's like a botanist of sorts and plantsy things. She yeah. does. She does plantsy things. Yes. Um. You know, I'm not exactly sure of her My job dad, right now. Botanist, you don't have to know. All <laughs> I know is he grows grows amazing marijuana. So, <laughs> you know, that's a good thing. Well, Bailey does not do that, <laughs> but she but she can identify any flower or plant. Uh, it's like I I sent her a picture of something and she went, "Oh, that's a blah blah blah," uh, and yeah. I I sent them a postcard when we were in Hawaii. And she's like, well, that's a blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, didn't know that that's what that was. I just thought it was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I did that multiple times. I sent my dad a bunch of pictures while we were out walking around because there was yeah. a couple I was unsure of. I'm pretty good about my plants, too, but there was a couple. Mm. We could have sent her some. Like, yeah. what is this? Because there was one my dad was like, I'm not quite well, sure. Well, there's one that Jenny sent him, and he's like, well, is it milky? And it's like, Pfft. Oh, no idea. No idea. <laughs> didn't break it. Didn't get that far into yeah, it. Didn't. Just mm -hmm. curious. Took a picture. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and she does a lot of seasonal work, too. Yeah. So, like, her job title's kind of always changing, and mm -hmm. she's always doing different stuff, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, it's very cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's, like, very adventurous and very, like, um, I don't know. like Free. She's, she's kind of right. hippy-dippy, right? Kind right. of free. She kind and of I is. Roam and, and I just, I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We all should be that way. It would be nice if it would be easy for people to do that. Yes. Right? Yeah. But it's not easy for people to do that. Well, it isn't always. No. You, you know, have people to have to work a lot of control hard. to live like that. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for people to relinquish that much control. Not to just, that, but, to yeah. just 
live live easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and before Chris was a captain, they would travel. I mean, he would have three months off during the winters because there's not when, a whole yeah, lot of when fires. Yeah, seasonal. Yeah, and so they would travel pretty much that whole three months. Like they spent like a month in Thailand mm-hmm. and um, backpack all across Europe. Like yeah. really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so I like living vicariously through them. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I wish I had the courage to travel like they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But why don't you? Like you will be able to. But if you want to. But I couldn't go to some of the more primitive places that because I don't wanna. Sta- <laughs> I don't wanna. Yeah, Sorry. I. When, especially when I travel, well, and especially when I'm at home, I guess. <laughs> I like for things to be clean and orderly, and and not that I'm super duper uptight. But I don't... I, I, like, she would not want to, like, squat somewhere to, yeah, no. like, use the bathroom. Like, she's right. like, I need a door and a, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it, it needs to flush. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, get it, yeah. I, I, I can't... I, what I usually say is, I just, I don't do ick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she can't really rough it, but yeah. that's okay. No, I don't Oh, really... and you're admitting to it clearly as well. Well, that's okay. You don't have to. You don't right. have to rough it. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish that I had that adventurous spirit that I would allow me to. Yeah. You know what helps? Smoking marijuana? No. <laughs> well, 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 it might. It, it might, huh? I, don't, I can't say that it does, but what helps for me in situations like that is you make it a challenge to yourself. Like, well, I know that I have a hard time squatting and peeing out in the woods, and I'm going <laughs> to fucking make this shit happen today, and I'm going to fucking own it. And you challenge yourself at everything that you do to make yourself just a little bit better. And if when you I look do that, at all I end up mo- squashing home in my shoes because they're full of pee. Right? <laughs> and you know what? That's me. I try and, and I fail miserably almost every time. Her feet aren't wet anymore. <laughs> her feet aren't wet anymore. It's a fucking hilarious story. Because <laughs> I take girl. my own bathroom with me wherever I fucking go. So. <laughs> See, that's good. I'm not a that's squatter. That's the way. Uh, <laughs> So, I understand your situation. Yeah. I've had to do it before, and it never fucking works. You've never done it. Works. You know what? You got really good at it. Only that just one weekend be- with that one little trailer. We had a little camper before this, and Jenny had to go to the bathroom. We are too far away, and she's like, I'm not going to make it to the bathroom. And this camper didn't have a bathroom. So I said, use the bumper. Do, do whatever you have to do, and use the bumper to, like lean up against whatever it is to make it feel comfortable for sitting and she's like that fucking worked i'm not going to the <laughs> just bathroom happened that anymore. one time happened to work just right that one time you know <laughs> she's like i'm gonna go pee so she went out back she's like i did it yeah. <laughs> she's so proud of herself that entire weekend yeah it was fucking awesome i did it all weekend long too just as much as i could because it was working well <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't know if I've had to do it since then. Well, that's okay. I'm okay with that. But you don't that. always yeah. have a bumper. No. No. Sometimes you have stretchy pants on. You can't just quite stretch them out of the way. And then uh, we have our friend Jen, she's too, we went to a bathroom one time, uh, like on the way to camping in Sun River. Like, you know, when you stop at like a campground or whatever, and the toilet is like, it's a stand. It's a nice thought around a hole in the ground, basically, yeah. right? Those the kind pit of... toilet. Yes. Yeah. So she, one Don't time we stopped, in. we stopped yeah. real quick just to go pee. Ooh. I'm definitely tall enough. I was able to squat over that thing, no problem. Jen goes in there. <laughs> she comes back out all of her, her just wet everywhere. Because she's only oh. like, she's not even five foot. She couldn't squat oh. on that. That thing was yeah. just spraying back at Too, too nah. tall to squat. <laughs> anyway, so that is also oh. a thing. Yeah, see it. <laughs> 
We love you, Jen. <laughs> so much. Oh my goodness, so much. Oh, that was fun, you. though. <laughs> so, um, so what about after high school? What did you do after high school? After high school, I. <laughs> So I would I enrolled at the junior college, the community college, because in California. Yes. Okay, because you left when you were twenty something. You said right. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I left Lancaster after I got married. Okay. So in between the time that I graduated from high school and I got married, I worked part time, mm -hmm. and sometimes I attended class. Uh huh. <laughs> Mostly I didn't. Yes. Um, but my parents thought that I w that I was attending class. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> yeah. I don't. I can't even tell you what I did when I wasn't in class. I know what I was doing when I cut high school, but I don't remember what I was doing when I cut college classes. Yeah, just not going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I wasn't even having fun. At least when I cut school in high school, we went to the beach or we went to the school across town and, you know, hung out with the people that we yeah. knew there. Whoops. Um, but yeah, no, I... I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I finished um, two classes. Yeah. And I mean, I signed up every year. Yeah. Or every semester, I should say, because there were it was only two years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, um, oh, I worked at um, Wiener Schnitzel. Uh huh. And House of Fabrics. Oh, uh -huh. you've been into fabrics that long, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A yeah. lifetime thing, huh? Yeah, started um, sewing in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Homic. That's know. where I learned my basic shit, but never really yeah. cared to go much farther. You know, well, so. my mom did. My mom and I mostly got along really well. But you know, you know how it is when you're trying to teach your kids something, and it's like, just do it like this. Right. And the kids like, no. well, why? Yeah. That, that's dumb. So she had me. Um, take home ec in high school so that all of that could get out of the way in class and she could just help me with right. advanced yeah 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 that's smart yeah yep. so although I've sewn for a long time I really don't like making clothing mm -hmm. I pretty much now um, I'm just doing quilts yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not doing clothing. You don't. Anymore. You don't like. You don't want to because you don't like to, or you just don't like. Uh, or well, what, it's what? the whole fitting thing. Oh yeah, that's really hard. Yeah, I mean, it's easy enough to take a pattern, cut it, sew it. Right. Make it. Make it. Yes. But it's never going to look the way on you like it looks on the pattern. Of course. Right, you know, yeah. on the front of the pattern. Right. So, I never took any courses in tailoring or mm -hmm. fitting or. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I watch Project Runway and, yeah. and those, because there's like three of those kinds yep. of shows. And I love watching what they're able to do and how they design and that whole process. Yeah. I love all of that. I don't have that's any of you. that. <laughs> but, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. I love that kind of shit too. And it's not in me. I am yeah. not crafty. I'm not. I'm not crafty. I'm well, artsy in other ways, but not crafty. I can't think of things. I don't come up with good things. I don't I can, see things like yeah. that. I can't come up with things. I can see something and replicate it and change it, you know, and kind of make it mine that way. But I can't just go, you know, I'm going to do a blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well, you made like all of my clothes. When I was well, a kid. yeah, but that's easy because you have no shape. You're a child. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> and, and it was so fun because your little dresses and the bows and the purses and 
It was so fun. <laughs> yes. That was some of the best clothes, too, you know? Yeah. We always had stuff sent to us. Our, my mom's cousins and stuff would send us, like, dresses and stuff when we were little. Because they would sew them and, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and the cute little buttons. and yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But making dresses like that and then wearing them now, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> you know, because it's like, that's not cute. Yeah, no. No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. There's some things, though, like pajama pants. Like, mm-hmm. my mom used to make pajama pants every year for everybody. You yeah. Know, that's fun. That's a mm-hmm. fun thing to do. Especially when you got grandkids. You can do, like, three or four generations of pajama pants. Right. What yeah. a cute picture, right? Right. <laughs> Adorable. And then those don't, who gives a shit what they look like? They're pajama pants. Take them off before you get into bed anyway, right? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so, um, so after, what did I say last time? After high school, you worked some jobs and did a little bit of school. And yeah, so, often not on. really, but yeah. So you I like signed to up sew for classes. And, I didn't, I only. Right, she was right. enrolled. Pretended, yeah, pretended, pretended. To, pretended to go. Yeah. Then, then what? What happened so after that? Then I was introduced. I, I was next door. I don't know why. Um, our next door neighbors. Um. <laughs> so their next door neighbor's nephew was my dad. Is and he still is? Oh, he oh, still yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Guess that has so really your okay. One more time. Okay. So, <laughs> so my mom lived next door to my dad's aunt and uncle. Okay. And my dad was over there visiting his aunt and uncle and, okay. and cousin. As an yes. adult? As an adult? As an adult. Okay. Yeah, this I is was, your place. I was 20. Okay, and okay. he was 26. 27, 26? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so his cousin, Kathy, literally pushed me into the room. And so that's how I met him. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, well, you guys should go out. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, you want to go out? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, really yeah. awkward. Yeah. And um, so then six months later, we got married. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had, had you had boyfriends before that? Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Was it a shotgun wedding? Was it, like, here comes Emily, we're going to get well, married? Chris, oh, no, yeah. Chris, no. damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we were married for probably almost Four five years. Wow. Before Good Chris job. came along. Good job. Because yeah. they got married oh, in no, 1980. We got married in 80. Yeah. And then Chris was born in 85. 1980. And then, um, yeah, then Chris was born in 85. So you guys got married fast and stayed married for a while before kids were even a thought. Mm-hmm. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. I mean, that you don't hear that often. I'm not saying that fuck you for being like that. But I mean, <laughs> that's... It's impressive because you don't hear that often anymore. Because well, usually when you hear people saying, oh, yeah, we met and got married three months later, six months later, people are like, oh, oh how old's you your... Oh, two kids. Yeah, how about, old's your yeah, baby? Okay. Yeah. Well, only For the real. first one... Wait, no, the first one doesn't always take nine months. Right. That's what they say. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So yeah. my dad's mom was three months pregnant with him when she got married to my grandpa. And so he... Uh, he was just a kid. He, he was just little. He was like five or six, and they were talking about like a. It was like a well, baby shower or something, right? I don't know what it was, but his mom was in the room with with all of these other ladies, and he came in and he's like, they for some reason they were talking about how long it takes to have a baby or something, right? And he's like, 
Really? Because my mom was only married for seven months when I was born. Right? Right? And, and she's like, oh my god! Right, get this kid out of the room. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye, Steve. Yep. <laughs> Nap time. Right, right, <laughs> figuring it out. Yeah. So, so then, okay, so he is your neighbor's nephew. nephew. And mm-hmm. That's how you guys got hooked up. Mm-hmm. Yes. You dated. You yeah. got married. How much longer after? Six months? Six months. Six months. Mm-hmm. That's not much. Me and Matt were together like four years. But if it weren't for other obstacles... Well, like Jenny still being married. Well, still. <laughs> oh, that. Well, there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> not like, paper, not like in an adultery kind of way, like mm-hmm. separated oh, right. and mm-hmm. just haven't done the paperwork mm-hmm. kind of married. Yeah. So where did you guys live when you first got married? What when was we that first like? got married, we moved into an apartment in Panorama City, which is... Um, still L.A. County, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's it's by Hollywood and Burbank and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that was, that was, it was so weird. I felt like a grown-up. You but were. I, but, but I wasn't. No. <laughs> I, I so wasn't. Right. Um, well, and Dad was six years older than you, seven years older, so he's probably seemed like, oh my gosh, this guy's so worldly and he's so mature and all this totally stuff. He totally seemed like that to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was like, wow, he's... He's like a grown-up. He's like he's Somebody like the look, real deal. Look up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And Dad has and Chris is that way too, where he's always been very mature and he's always been very like out of the two of us. Chris is definitely the more adultier adult. He has his shit together. He knows what he's doing. I'm winging it, and he doesn't really wing anything. And I feel like Dad's kind of that way too, where if he is winging something, you'd never know because he's yeah. just, you know. But you know what? I bet you Chris has his own shit. Oh, I bet you I'm Chris sure. can say the same thing about you in in completely and totally different ways. He can be like, Emily has her shit together in this way where I don't, and I wish that I did. He does joke with me that the reason why he didn't pick up crocheting is because he didn't want to show me up and say like how much better he was at it than me, and I'm like, oh, I'm sure that's it. I'm sure of it. <laughs> that's probably exactly it, quite honestly. He's probably fucking awesome at it. He sits at home and he crochets like a motherfucker. I'll yeah. show you, Emily. When, when he's gone, there's gonna be this huge cachet of just crocheted shit. <laughs> it's it's gonna say green, right? <laughs> really nice shit yeah, too, like right. coats. You know, exactly, like, exactly. All the arms are the same length and shit. He crochets right. old English. <laughs> Could be. You never That's, know. Yeah. <laughs> so, what were you doing for work about this time when you guys first when got together? We, when we first got married, I I didn't have. We only had one car. Uh-huh. And he took it to Santa Monica. So For his job? For his job. What was he yeah. doing? He worked for GTE, which is now Verizon. Um, That's right. yeah. when we first got married. Mm-hmm. And then um we moved from let's see, we moved from Panorama City up to the Bay Area. Uh-huh. We lived in Hayward and he started with MCI. Which also got bought up by Verizon. Yeah. <laughs> so these are phone companies? Yes. yes. He's always been in telecommunications of some sort. He was uh-huh. in the military. He was um, in the Air Force. Uh-huh. And then um, when he got back from Germany, um, that's when he started with mm-hmm. um, his... With, with GTE. Yeah. Because his uncle Skip, the one that got us together, he worked for GTE. And mm-hmm. we both actually 
um, were offered jobs, but but you know I was 20, a very young 20, and my mom wouldn't let me. She wouldn't let me take the job because I would have to either commute to Santa Monica from Lancaster every day, uh -huh. which would have just been horrible, or move down there. And she was like, oh yeah, no. No, that just, no. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, she wouldn't even let you elope. No, she wouldn't because I asked her and she's like. <laughs> so my dad proposed three different times. Three different times. Because I guess he forgot the first two that he I had already know. asked her. I, I don't know. Who even knows? Oh, dad. So <laughs> he wanted to elope. He didn't want to like, tell anybody. He was like, let's just do this thing. And so. You asked grandma if you could elope? I, or? I, I think That's not so. How works, you know. I, well, That's I was not a how very young twenty. <laughs> and so then she was like, "Well, my mom said we couldn't elope, so sorry about it." And he's like, "That's not." When <laughs> the whole thing, anyway. <laughs> well, oh, and you know what? And Don't after typically ask for that, right? <laughs> well, I, I had. It's okay. That's all right. It's okay. I had never thought about eloping. Should have had before. a dictionary. I right? should. I should have looked it up. Uh, um, <laughs> so after our first date, so I'm sitting on the bed next to my mom, and she's like, well, how was it? You know, that whole thing. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to marry him or anything, but it was fun. And six months later. Six oh, months my later, gosh. Made yeah. a liar out of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then five years later, Chris rolls along. Mm -hmm. Yep. How'd that go? You know what? He, he, was, he was a hard baby. Really? He was a very... Um, very easy pregnancy, mm -hmm. but he was a really hard baby for me because I didn't know what I was doing. And then your grandpa Eddie came up one time, and you know he was only a few days old, mm -hmm. and so Eddie just had the touch. You know he's walking around and that's Steve's dad. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he's just walking around and patting him on the back and calming him right down and I just oh I was so upset I'm, I'm a terrible uh -huh. mom <laughs> can't even calm my baby down yeah, yeah I get that. did you have any was there any babies in your life up to then did you have friends that had babies or nieces and nephews or anything like that yes okay, okay. but I mean I held them for a few minutes and then it was Hand like back. you didn't really practice I really didn't practice was Chris and, planned um, it's not like he was planned, but he was welcome. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. You know, and we, we... It's okay to say that a kid was an accident and still <laughs> say that not be an accident. You know what I mean? But yeah. he, he wasn't an accident. We... It was just kind of willy nilly. Yeah, you yeah. know, they if it happened, watching if it happened, for it, but if it, it happened, happened, it happened. Because that was exactly what was meant to happen. Totally, totally. That's exactly yeah, how uh -huh. it happened. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And doing yeah. it the way they were doing it, that could happen. I mean, it's probably going yeah. to. So then he was a rough baby. He was a rough baby. <laughs> he huh? was. He okay. Was, you know, when he was like an infant. Yeah. And then you know, and then things got better. Yeah. You know, he he and I kind of kind of worked it out. Yeah. Learned good. together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then. Uh, four years later? Four, four years later, mm -hmm. Ems came along, uh -huh. and she was a rough pregnancy, Ooh. but an easy baby. Oh. As long as someone was holding me, I was totally fine. Right. When anybody, I, though, was okay? Anybody. Oh, mm -hmm. that's good. That's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. COVID babies don't want to be held by anybody but their own parents. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Oh, yeah. I didn't they think only about that. Want to, they don't get to be around people like normal, so they're right. like, no. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. I didn't think about that. It's a little that. rougher, so. Yeah. 
good as yeah. long as somebody, anybody was okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. She slept on my chest. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the joke was that when she got married, we would have to take her off of my leg. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's adorable. She Aww. was so cute. Yes, I, yeah. She's cute now. Look at her little face. <laughs> so, um, what, uh, what's the most embarrassing thing that Chris ever did? What was the dumbest thing he did as a kid? Um, that she didn't even know what was that you can oh! talk about. <laughs> okay, so so when we, I mean we still had AOL that tells yeah. you where it was in the whole internetting experience. This was probably mid to late nineties. That's exactly yeah. where I'm Chris thinking. was going into high school potentially, yeah. right around um, going into high we school. We were in Virginia, yeah. So he was probably in middle school, yeah. like yeah, middle school. He's how old right now? 35? He's 30, 36. 36. 36 now. Mm -hmm. What year did he graduate from high school? 2003. Three. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he and I would have gone to high school for one year together. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that right? Uh-huh. So yeah, AOLA was like eighth grade, mm -hmm. freshman. Okay. Did he graduate in 2003? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so we <coughs> were, um, we had just reconnected with our old neighbors uh -huh. in California and so I'm kind of talking to the youngest daughter, and, and so she's asking questions about Chris and M's and, and everything. Uh, her and Chris are similar ages, right? Well, they're right around they're the same. With, they went to kindergarten together. They oh, okay. were in different classes, but mm -hmm. they were both in kindergarten at the same time. Mm -hmm. So she says... What's his favorite play? Yeah, because they were talking... Because in her class, they were... Um, doing something with like different plays and uh -huh. stuff and so she was asking Chris like what his favorite play was and so I said well Chris what's your favorite play and he goes she didn't even say what sport and, oh. <laughs> and right? she's like oh god he's a bim boy <laughs> oh that's funny yeah wrong kind of play <laughs> but that makes sense too <laughs> yeah because that's his mindset was all about sports yeah mm -hmm. right right what about Emily Oh gosh! What kind of crazy shit did Emily do when she was a kid that she wouldn't want you to say right now? Oh, at least one good one. Come I on. mean, not. I feel like I was a pretty good kid for the most oh, part. Oh, like, you I didn't, were really good. Kid. I didn't really get in trouble or anything. No. Like not. Like I, I can remember like under five times of being like grounded and then there were um there was one time in high school where like she took my phone away and grounded me because she was really pissed for something i don't remember what it was and she was like i'm bored you want to go get a coffee and i'm like sure and i was like oh, I i'm still gosh. grounded and she's like well i'm ungrounding you for like right now but then when we get back home like still grounded wow you know yeah <laughs> lame we should go so, get in some trouble right because I mean, it's a little bit bigger trouble now, like getting arrested and things, but right. we still have something to talk about. <laughs> Shit. What's the, what's the biggest trouble she's ever been in for? What, she, what was it that she did? I don't even, probably being um, sassy. Probably. Oh my God. Have you ever <laughs> smoked a cigarette or had a drink and got caught or um, smoked marijuana when you weren't supposed to? Oh, um, one time we went out of town and came back and you had a package of cigars. Yeah. And, um, and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to go up on the roof. Mm-hmm. And mom was like, no. no. <laughs> Where so did I'm you like, get right. these things? Uh, I think, was I... From 80s movies. Right? Right. <laughs> well, they were the... Um... Black and tan or something. Uh-huh. Black, Black and, and Miles. Black and Miles. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and I think I was over 18 when that happened, and I was still living at home. And so you that... were able to purchase these things by yourself? Mm -hmm. That's still Not unexciting. Not the alcohol. 
Well, that was in the cupboard. That, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, well. But I mean, I never, like, I, I could never get away with, like, I knew I could never get away with it, so I never really, like, tried, you know? So, I don't You're know. You're such a good girl. You're <laughs> such a good girl. Check this out, Dang. kids. There was a point in time where you could buy cigarettes when you were 18. We lived through that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to stop yeah. and think for a second. It's like... You bought cigarettes at 18? I the bought fuck? cigarettes at like 16. Oh, oh, dude, yeah, totally. I was like 14, 15 years old yeah. going over to the market buying cigarettes. Yeah. Did they raise the, the age? 21. You have to be 21 now. to buy a pack of smokes in Oregon yeah. now. Did you not know that? That's crazy. Oh, well, that was... I, you're, we're not in Oregon. No. <laughs> we're in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't bought cigarettes it's in... It's not national? Federal no, years. it was only a state thing. Really? Well, yeah. I thought it was a federal thing. No, because I can go to Washington again. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I haven't bought anything like that in a very long time. So I don't know if there's the laws have changed here. Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> yeah, I have no idea. What's the, uh, what is the age for marijuana here? Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. for if you have like a mm. medical thing, I think some places will allow you at eighteen, but you have to have like a doctor's note and uh -huh. like medical history and right, like clear right. it and stuff. A reason um, to medically. Mm -hmm. And then I know with some dispensaries here, there's like a private entrance for it's sort of like the VIP room right. if you go in for like yes. medical uh stuff, and then like recreational is a different room. Totally. And I don't know um with COVID if that has changed, and they haven't been in a dispensary for so long anyway. But um, I know that's um, kind of how they do it. If you're like medical only, if you're like 18 to 21, mm -hmm. just so that way they don't, um, you know, break any laws or have right, any like right. weird stuff go on. So. Not have a minor yeah. in the recreational sales. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That was, um, I think they legalized... They legalized weed in Colorado and Oregon around the same time. I want to say, like... Colorado was quite a chunk ahead, like, yeah. was I think it was years. Washington. Oh, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. I'm sorry. Okay, so it was, like, Colorado and then Washington and then Oregon, like, what, three or four years later? No, I think the Oregon and Washington were very close. Okay. But I think Colorado was uh, quite ahead of anybody else. Mm -hmm. I don't want to look it all up. But I think the Colorado was the only one I, for quite a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then everybody kind of... There's still not many, actually. In reality, there is mm -hmm. not. Oregon, Washington, Colorado. California. Uh, is California recreationally legal? Yes, I, so the entire West Coast is okay. recreationally legal. Uh, Idaho and... Is not. Wyoming is not. No. Utah mm -hmm. is not. We had to go from Oregon to here. Make sure it was hard to... You couldn't smoke anything because it was illegal everywhere. You right. know, trying to be respectful, of mm -hmm. course. Follow the rules. So, sure. you know, there's no, yeah. there's nowhere. Mm -hmm. So New Mexico is working on passing their law for recreational use right now. Okay. I just clicked on their laws, looking at them, knowing that we're going in there. And it's like, oh, that's cool. It won't be legal when we're there, but it'll be legal next time we go through. Mm -hmm. yeah. But right now it is like, they, it's okay for medical use right now. Mm -hmm. So the fully legal states right now are Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, uh, Arizona, Montana, um, Colorado, Colorado, which one is South Dakota? Uh -huh. Yep. That surprises me. Mis no, not, not Missouri. <laughs> Illinois, Michigan, and then a bunch New of New York, guys over here. Yep. Mm -hmm. New Jersey. Massachusetts, not, not that many, really. In Maine, yeah. are all the states legal, fully legal, decriminalized, 
tear it up. As it should be. Yeah. As I was going to say, be. did you vote that in you when know, it was a thing? Oh, I, I was, yeah. I was yeah. very much against it for a very long time. Really? Really. And it's only because I had had so many bad uh, experiences with it that I didn't understand why people would want to use marijuana because I didn't have awesome experiences with pills either. Um. And so when the experiences were similar, but... I did a lot of drinking then too, way way more drinking than I should at <laughs> 15 years old. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so marijuana and alcohol affect you differently when they're combined. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes, of course I'm going to get sick anytime I smoke weed because I'm mm-hmm. usually a fifth in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so I was very much against it for a very long time. I didn't understand like you're fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid. And it wasn't until Jenny, well. They legalized it in Oregon. We tried growing a couple plants just for, for fun. fun. We had no intent of smoking it. We were going to give it away to our friends, but we are like, it It got ruined from the rain, basically. Oh, we didn't know it ever we were ignorant. It got ruined from the rain, and it's okay, but we were growing because it was the first year legal. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny bought the salon, and she needed some help to sleep, and so... After a little bit of talking and not even like much convincing, she got a CBD weed pen mm-hmm. and just CBD, and it tasted like lavender soap. Yeah, it did <laughs> taste like perfume, and it was like, eh, kind of there, kind of not. But she really did not want THC because mm-hmm. we weren't smoking weed, but we were looking for something to help her back. Mm-hmm. And then just through a little bit more, yeah, <laughs> just for a little bit more. Threw a little bit more research, uh, put a little bit of THC to it. It was like, okay, this is working a little bit. And then we switched from like mostly CBD with low THC to mostly <laughs> THC with a little bit of CBD because it was fun and it was easy to. Uh, we went into it very slowly mm-hmm. and we were able to just like make ourselves a little bit stoned, a little bit giggly, and be like, okay. Yeah, this is cool. This is fun. Like, I can get on with that. Mm-hmm. This is... I'm having... I feel like a kid with you. Yeah. And uh, it just progressed from there. But it really mm-hmm. was... It started out being... Jenny needs to sleep. Her back hurts. She mm-hmm. is stressed out from buying this salon and taking care of all these people and remodeling it all at the exact same time in the same week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course... Yeah. And it's turned into something way, way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ems would buy a lotion for my back. Yes. Yeah, CBD yeah. lotion. Oh, my gosh. What a difference. Well, and Good. She I'm even, glad that you use that. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, and I remember you saying that you didn't even have to, like, take Flexorel to fall asleep just because. Right. And, like, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing against new people that need, you know, painkillers and things like that because I know they definitely have their purpose. But, like, if you can get just as good of a result from a lotion rather than a pill like sounds good to me all about it so (laughs) my my father-in-law gave us a a salve a weed salve of i don't know where he got it from but it is a homemade salve and my hand is broken and i was able to use that salve i didn't know it was that broken (laughs) or even broken but that salve actually took that away like oh okay like yeah that's cool my hand my hand's totally fine and i 
that's how strong that was and that's mm -hmm. how much it made a difference just a topical it's, yeah mm -hmm. oh it's crazy it's amazing i know i'll, I, I'll be yeah. sewing you know mm -hmm. standing there cutting measuring cutting 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 you know and you end up standing there and kind of leaning forward mm -hmm. so my lower back will just yeah. ache and ache and for context mom has two titanium rods in her back from a major back surgery so she's the bionic woman <laughs> yeah. um but anyway so rub that stuff on there yep. and within minutes yep. oh it's amazing yeah mm -hmm. it's, it's life-changing it's so funny for me because it's very much like it's almost like your body's getting high in the sense of you don't even know it's happening mm -hmm. right like i it's not like instant pain relief you rub it on there and you know you're just kind of sitting there you're you're massaging whatever it may be and like okay go on with your day and before you know it you holy shit that, that doesn't, doesn't hurt, hurt yeah. it doesn't even like and you start thinking about it and you start thinking about where it hurts and it's not hurting you're yeah. trying to you're trying to isolate that pain and you can't and it's no, fucking awesome because it's gone yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you good. didn't even know it it's, it's not an addictive way it's nothing to mm -hmm. It's not hurting you in one way at all. Oh, and you can function. You yes. can move on to the next thing yes. that you were going to do. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Good. I can drive. I can drive when I use it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have to stay oh, away yeah. from machinery because I took uh, right, an opiate. Right, you took a pill. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can put something topical on and go on with my day and be mm -hmm. totally happy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you can go to sleep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because because the pain is not keeping you mm -hmm. awake. Yep. Yeah. And you're not taking the fucking pills. Well, and I'd much rather smoke some weed over taking anxiety medication or anything like that. Right. You know. For real. So for I don't real. Take stuff. Mm -hmm. My yeah. heartbeat has gone back down to normal since I started smoking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> Just from that like constant panic and anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, it takes you down a notch. It lets you like enjoy life instead of constantly pushing through life mm -hmm. right right yeah yes yes <laughs> you're, you're adorable oh thank you yeah thank you. I appreciate it. but i mean i digress <laughs> where were we you just got married <laughs> so you just married so, no you just had emily so yeah we had chris and we had emily and we were a happy little family where did yeah. we live at this um, time, Emily, where were you born? I was born also in California, okay. uh, Northern California, uh, Fremont. So, like, not quite the Bay Area, but kind of well, the Bay Area. It's still the Bay Area. Yeah. It's the East Bay. And Chris um, also? Or? Chris Sacramento. was born in Sacramento. Okay. So, every, you guys you guys were hopper rounders. We moved a lot. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about this. We've Asian. been to Sacramento. It was scary mm -hmm. as fuck. Was it? <laughs> yeah. I like well, Sacramento. We stopped at a McDonald's, and there were some creepy-ass people hanging out outside there. We were, like, on the like freeway, though, the not, like, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we just wanted to get in and get out, and <laughs> that cheeseburger lasted for months. Oh, oh, we no. found one under the car. Yeah. See, anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, yes. He um, was born in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fremont. and I was born in Fremont. And then we moved. We I, tur like, I turned two on the way to New York. So we moved pretty quick Well, there. we moved right after you were born. Oh, yeah, that's right. To Manteca. Mm -hmm. And then from Manteca, we moved to New York. And then Pennsylvania, Virginia, and then when I was 10, we moved to Colorado. Mm -hmm. uh, we moved to Castle Rock, which is like 30 minutes away from Denver, because everything's Shocker. 30 minutes away from Denver. <laughs> um, 
And then um, it was funny because Chris was like, well, like, Emily, don't get too comfortable because we're just going to move like we have every, like, three, three and a half years. And so I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, like, making friends, but not really because I'm like, I'm just going to, like, be gone again in, like, three years. Um, And then the divorce happened when I was 12. I was getting ready to turn 12. Um, And so I was like, well, looks like we're staying. Uh (laughs) At least until I'm 18, because that's how that goes usually. Um, So I moved up to, when I was 14, I moved in full-time with my mom um, in Denver. And then, um, yeah, went to high school in Denver, graduated. Um, I still lived at home. I was um, working part-time and then going to the community college part-time because I was not mature enough or ready enough for that whole four-year university Mm -hmm. thing, just not my jam. And um, I didn't really have, like, a focus or an idea of, like, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Make your decision now. Like, no. Um, yeah. In true Emily fashion. Right. right? (laughs) And then, um, at 21, that's when I moved to, um, Oregon by myself. Uh And then my mom turned my room into her sewing room. So that was that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned divorce in there. Yeah. How old were you when your parents split up? It was like a couple weeks before my 12th birthday. Harsh. Thanks, mom. Harsh. Well, well, shit. (laughs) Well, so how about that? How was that? That it was rough. Yeah, I bet it was. It that was, is a rough was, one. That yeah. is a rough one. Really we don't have to go one. into any detail or anything like that. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I have anyway. So, and he's still my friend or whatever. Like shit happens, and sometimes you're just not meant for somebody, and you weren't mm-hmm. meant for each other, I guess. After, or you spent well, the time that you did, and you were just at the end of your shit. Because I do your... believe that people are in your life. Some are there for keeps. Mm-hmm. And some are not. Uh-huh. And some are there always, but just not right with you. The relationship has changed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 And I wish that we were friends. Yeah. I wish mm-hmm. that yeah. that we could. It well, makes I, life so much easier. Well, Especially and he, when there's kids involved. Mm-hmm. And we we were good together. Mm-hmm. You know? And For I, like I, 20 years almost. I think you guys were yeah. just shy of 20 years. So long yeah. Time. Yeah. Half your life, really. It, it was. But that's it a was. very popular time for people to be like, Blitz, I'm done. 20 mm-hmm. years is a long damn time, right? It's a long run. Yeah. yeah. My parents, mm-hmm. 20 years. Mm-hmm. 20 yeah. years, 20 years. You know, that's a that's a, that's a a good chunk of time. That's no laughing matter, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So then so then what? You guys stay, you you stayed here. You stayed here. You guys have been mm-hmm. here ever since you were 10, you said. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you did come to Oregon, but mm-hmm. you never moved to Oregon. You just came to visit. That's right. how we're Correct. friends. Is you came yes. to visit during beauty school, and mm-hmm. we go to Nacho Mama's and yeah. those <laughs> kind of so meatloaf and things like that. And yeah. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesdays. Yeah. Mom went to quite a few Taco Tuesdays. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, then, so then, obviously, you've had relationships since Steve. One relationship? Yeah, well... One major one major relationship. Okay. And yeah. who is that? Who's your who's your My partner? partner Rain. Okay. We've been together for eighteen years now. Yeah. Rain's female. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You are gay, Sandy Green. She's a part of the alphabet mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is really cool. And because Emily, of course you're the only you're the only mom I know. I get, well no no, I can't even say that. Just of somebody my age, I guess. Even though you're not, you're still younger than me. But I don't know how to explain that. Appear. You had a whole heterosexual life before 
having the part that you, partner that you have now, which is crazy to me because I've never seen that before. Like, I just don't know anybody. Well, well, so how's I, that been for you in your life? Well, and I didn't know anybody uh-uh. that did this either. No. So you're a pioneer. Yeah. <laughs> well, except I'm not because, I, I because there, there, there are other people like me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, is it, it was, something that you knew when you were younger or I always felt like, like I was different, but I didn't know different how or different uh-huh. why, uh-huh. you know, well, and, I just didn't. And there's a lot of religious uh, influence in mom's family, so I think that's, you that, know... That was a player in it. Yeah, cause, and I think that's for a lot of people, too. Like, there's, um, you know, oh, I, I can't do that because of, you right, know... people like me don't do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's fine for it other people. It can even be a feeling. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And that's that's how I always... But mm-hmm. lots of you people know, do well, lots of things and feel lots of ways, and it's sure. all okay, so... <laughs> right, oh, there's room for everybody, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? I mean, I, I do strongly believe that, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was okay for me. Once I kind of got it farther down in the funnel, and I'm like, oh, dear... <laughs> I I think I'm not playing on the right team right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and that was a it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Because in that first year Okay, so I got a I figured out I was gay. I got a divorce. Before. So you knew was that was that part of the problem? That was part of the problem. Okay. That it was a really big part of the problem. Okay. 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 <laughs> um so the whole gay thing, um, got a divorce, turned 40, turned 40. My dad died. And for the first time in my whole life, I, I had my own apartment. I lived by myself. The kids came over, you know, every other week, Mm -hmm. but I, I, I had to have a job where I, paid my own rent and I bought my own groceries and paid my own bills. And I had always paid the bills before, Uh but there were times that I worked outside of the home. There were times that I didn't work outside of the home. I was never the moneymaker. Right. Yeah. Not, not, not the primary moneymaker. So, I mean, it was just, it was all so much. Mm -hmm. It, It was a lot. Yeah. That was you really went for it. I did. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. So how how was it for you, Emily? Like how was it for you coming out? You had to come out to your people, your children, so, your oh, that was right. Really yeah, so the really the divorce hard. happened first. Okay. Um I just came home and mom wasn't there mm-hmm. and dad was yelling at her at the phone on the phone and I was like, "Well, that's weird." It wasn't handled well. Right. I didn't have an exit plan. Uh-huh. And I should have. Mm-hmm. You know, I should have thought that through, but but there's not really like a like there's not a handbook. Tense, there's no. not a like here's how to divorce your husband and come out gay to all your people handbook. So right. it's and especially this was early two thousands where the the gay community was kind of becoming more I don't want to say more relevant because I don't think that's the right word but um, more out I guess and the focus was starting to shift towards them yeah well, in were, a positive they were okay way. they were uh, yeah people and were was, coming out people, people were, were coming, coming out, out. Yeah. yeah but it was always kind of like well that's that's good for them but like I don't know anybody in my family that is mm-hmm. you know yeah. alphabet mafia mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, the, the divorce happened first. And then I think in eighth grade you came and I was so mad because I was like, I don't want to be different from my friends. And this is so different from all of my friends. And like, it's such a selfish 13 year old way to feel but about that's what 13 is yeah. right. Oh, and it's, yeah. You don't yeah. know how to think outside of uh-huh. yourself when you're 13. Nobody that's, does. That's mm-hmm. very well, true. I shouldn't say nobody. Right. <laughs> Most Right. Many people don't. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is this is just so weird. Like my friends don't have to deal with this. Like why do I have to deal with this? Like this is mm-hmm. this is just it's just weird and I didn't yeah. know and and now it's like absolutely no big deal, but like back in the day it was mm-hmm. so like life-changing and so like this happens to other people and this is stuff other people have to deal with and I don't want to have to deal with this. This is heavy. Like uh-huh. <laughs> you yeah. know. It was hard. That mm-hmm. whole telling you, telling your brother, mm-hmm. it, it was all just really, really, really hard. Hard. And even telling, like, family members, because oh, I feel yeah, like they kind of treated you differently, even though, like, you're the same person. It's not like anything about you changed, I but know, it's just... But, but I kind my my extended family, cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents we all grew up really close Mm -hmm. and I felt like this was almost a bait and switch you know so I kind of pulled back there were a few that that I knew were going to love me no matter what Mm -hmm. I mean I I guess I knew that they all would Yeah. but there were some that I was just real real comfortable with and and so it was like And then there's no some be- that you're like, they're not going to like this, so I'm not even going to bring it up. <laughs> well, so I just kind of quit going to family gatherings because mm-hmm. I didn't didn't want it to be awkward for them. Right. I didn't want to feel different because uh-huh. I was tired of feeling different. Uh-huh. I just wanted to feel like me, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And so I just removed myself from, from those situations. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's all good now. Right. It takes um, a long time to... And I think a lot of it was me. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think that my extended family... What I know now mm-hmm. is I don't think that my extended family would have really... Right. But you're me... also not only the religious part of it and stuff for you, but your generation is not... An, an extremely you, accepting generation. Like, right. You you don't know what no. you're going to get. Yeah, you, right. You just, you, it's yeah. not even her generation. It's the generation that was before her. It's and the, hers. And hers. I mean, you're like, mine. you're kind of right there with my mom. You're in the same kind of little chunk of time. Mm-hmm. And my mom didn't understand that, like, gay people should have rights as well. Like, she just didn't. No, 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 no. That's not okay. Like, you guys are the right. same age, right? Like, mm-hmm. how yeah. could my mom think that way? It took a long time for me to be like, this is why mom and by the time she died she was totally down but yeah. it took mm-hmm. it took some like she knew some gay people and what about these people think about steph think about so and so what about them well i never thought about it that way yeah think about right. your mm-hmm. people hypothetically because you do have yeah. people don't mm-hmm. forget those people that you know mm-hmm. that you love mm-hmm. that are gay and they deserve everything that we have exactly Fuck. Yep. you know yeah mm-hmm. anyway so my mom was not accepting in the beginning, so it was just hard mm-hmm. for people. I mean, you know, well, grandma wasn't. What grandma wasn't a very accepting person. No, either. 
<laughs> well, and that's that generation that just wasn't even talked about. And yeah, then right. now it's talked yeah. about a lot, which mm-hmm. is good. Like the world is changing and it, and it should, and it should be more accepting and more um, open to those conversations. Cause yeah. I think that's, that's like, I don't want to say the problem, but um, that can be an issue with a lot of generations is that people just don't talk about stuff that they need to talk about and heal from. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it shouldn't be an issue. And it I mean, why does it matter? It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know why to so many people it does matter. Like, mm-hmm. does it affect you? How does that affect you? You Not know, even I, little, doesn't affect you. Yeah, your I mean, three divorces don't affect me, so yeah, don't right, let their right? loving marriage affect yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Your yeah. bastard child or whatever it may be. Yeah. Right. yeah. There's so much more to it than just simply what side you bat for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. You know, it just. How do you feel? Okay, so wait, I have an Anna. I have an Anna who's eighteen, almost nineteen, and th- this is a very open. This is a very accepting and group of kids, right? Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about all that? Because there's all they have opened all kinds of doors mm-hmm. for all kinds of people across the board. I, that makes sense. I. Th- I don't want to say anything because I'm always offending because I don't write, I don't know the proper terminology (laughs) for... Well, I don't always either. But anyway, it's opening up for the younger people. (laughs) I think as long as, as long as we can just, just don't hurt anybody. Yeah. yeah, You know? Don't be a dick. (laughs) I mean, that's just it. Be gay, be straight, be bi, be trans, be whoever you are. And just don't hurt anybody and hopefully nobody hurts you yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think it's getting better it's getting I, better I you know so. i find it for myself at 33 amazing where we are just just in the 33 years i've been on this earth mm-hmm. i find it amazing how far we've come just in our acceptance mm-hmm. and i could only imagine how much more amazing it is for you because you dealt with the lack of acceptance and I'm not gay. I didn't have to fight any of those battles. I just had to feel a certain way, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm accepting or I'm not, but that was something that you actually had to battle with and for you to see it, to see it come to something so grand has to be even more amazing to you than it could ever be to me. The marriage equality thing is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. Uh-huh. Um, and having our first openly gay governor or mayor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah our governor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is openly gay. And to have Congress, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I everybody needs to be represented. Uh-huh. You know... Everybody should get a piece of the pie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just nobody because... should be excluded for one reason or another. Exactly. Right. Yeah. There's there's enough to go around for mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. And there's enough room in the world uh-huh. for everybody. Uh-huh. Just because somebody is getting to be a part of that doesn't mean there's less for you, which I think some people forget about. They right. think like, oh, if these people get rights, that means mine are taken away. No, it exactly, just... <laughs> exactly. If you segregate yourself down to being a white male, a white straight male, mm-hmm. 
then then now you've got your chunk and if you can say that this is what white straight males deserve then you can say that this is what white straight males deserve and there's that much more for you because you fit in that category right. as soon as that category opens you're like fuck I have to share with a lot of people now. <laughs> well, <laughs> what rights the the white straight male enjoys are the same rights that the people of color, the women of color, the men of color, different religions, different religions, yeah. different sexualities, different. Everybody should enjoy those rights. Mm -hmm. And for so many years, it's been the white straight male. Well, the white, the white mm -hmm. straight rich male yes. in particular. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yes. know, and it's just time that we all mm -hmm. get some of that. Can I tell you that it fucking sucks to be a white straight man that doesn't know what the fuck to say without <laughs> offending somebody? Oh. For real. Like, I, I don't know what to say in a lot of situations. I don't know how to act because there's a lot of open in there. And I... Feel however you want to feel about what I'm about to say, but I feel this way regardless. There are stereotypes for a reason, and those stereotypes are made because those people continuously did that, whatever they may be. But on the other end, there's the non-stereotypes. There's the people that do not fall into those categories, mm -hmm. and... There are piles of shit no matter where you come from. Mm -hmm. And there are fucking amazing people no matter, no matter where you come from. And sometimes you're that fucking stereotype. And I'm sorry, you're that stereotype. I'm that stereotype sometimes too. And that's just how I feel because that's the only way I can be fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, how what, can you what... be fair to everybody when not everybody deserves to be fair to? <laughs> because not oh. everybody and I say that I say that loosely I mean because like my brother murdered somebody and I don't feel like he should be fair to you know like and maybe that's, you that's, shouldn't have a fucking opinion <laughs> right maybe we shouldn't give those kind of people opinions and or or much rights and you know? a, lot of that, theirs, a lot of that right? is like my own shit with that you know like my feelings are stronger because it's way more personal than mm -hmm. that right and so and then, but also you're also getting into smaller groups because you're mm -hmm. saying you're also and breaking things down and smaller. i'm 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 losing what i'm trying to say yeah. reel myself back in trying to back you up i anyway. am i'm still trying to break some of those because I grew up with some of those. I grew mm -hmm. up saying certain things. I grew up believing certain things and uh, breaking that habit re to unlearn to something. Unlearn. That's exactly is the what I hardest was thing. Say. I went I went through this counseling of anger management, and his thing was unlearning, and it made me so fucking mad unlearning <laughs> and breaking down why I feel that way or why I think that that's how that happens, and unlearning is one of the hardest things to do. It, it really, really is. is. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. But it really is, because that's... My mom talks all the time about how she grew up and, and how my dad's family was very different from hers, mm -hmm. and it, it just always makes me think what you grow up with is your normal. Mm -hmm. So you don't know what's happening at the Joneses next door because that's their normal. And so you just assume that it's just like your normal, mm -hmm. but it's not. Yep. 
yeah. you know, and like we talked about yesterday, every family is dysfunctional in one mm -hmm. way or another. Yep. It's just yep. this type of dysfunction or that type of dysfunction. And the other thing that I wanted to say is that when the kids were little, I used to tell them, no matter how you break up the population, if it's by gender, if it's by color, if it's by age, if it's by nationality, what have you, whatever it is, mm -hmm. there's going to be good ones and bad ones mm -hmm. in every single mm -hmm. category, Absolutely. no matter what. Yeah. So, so the stereotypes, you know, it, that, that's a hard one to unlearn. It is. It really is. And I'm not saying that just because you fall into that stereotype means that that is. I mean, you may have one trait of that stereotype. Exactly. And you know what? You just happened to piss me off that day <laughs> because you were in my way and you're that fucking stereotype today. And that's but one you know of those what? things that is so hard to unlearn because that's but really look, like that's the angry part of who I am. But look at you <laughs> recognizing it and going, you know what? They're not all like that. Uh, totally, totally. And, and but I still know who I am. You know, I may I may have certain feelings, I may have certain thoughts and I may like address certain things in my head, but I know ultimately that like my my angry me, my immediately pissed off you motherfucker, you cut me off me <laughs> is not me. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz you're reacting out of anger and that's not your true and self, if you know. The the kids now, they're not going to have that same the kid, like Anna, Anna's, Anna's angry words aren't my same angry words. Anna's angry thoughts are not my same angry thoughts. Her, her anger goes to a different place. I don't even know mm -hmm. because Anna's not angry. Anna's mm -hmm. not angry, but like if somebody cuts her off, like, I don't know what her motherfucker, maybe like <laughs> that's it. But she's not, she's not calling people names for real. Yeah. Uh, but that's also not like part of who she was mm -hmm. growing up. Yeah. We were all calling each other names, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, she's learning from you guys, like from everything that you learned from those classes and all of that, like she's learning that too, you know, she's mm -hmm. seeing your example. And so I think like, I don't know, it's cool that this, and hopefully generations to follow, like, I don't know, we can all, learn from that you know like learn from the generation before the good stuff and then maybe tweak some of the stuff that maybe was not so Absolutely. good and, and we learn from the generation after us mm -hmm. because that's you true. and chris teach me a lot of stuff uh -huh. absolutely you know absolutely jenny just saying that she helped convince her mom not even convince her mom but exactly. show her mom the light of gay marriage or right. just gay in general and she would have never known that never it never would have been a part of her thought process if it weren't for her daughter teaching her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you have taught me a lot about um, that I think I was also a stereotyper. And I didn't even realize it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until you were like, Mom. We all are. We all oh, yeah. are. Whether you or not know. we want to admit it, we're all a little bit prejudiced and we're all a little bit racist. And, and if you say you aren't, you're a fucking liar. Well, <laughs> may, or maybe you're just, you're not in touch. Yeah. Not you, in yeah. Or maybe, maybe yours is so little that you just don't realize it. Mm -hmm. But like, but you have that little flair. You have that little flair that's like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> But if, if 
if you're able to check yourself and be like, totally, mm, totally, you know, that, that's the key. Yeah, that's and the there key. are those out there that have no check themselves in them at all. But I think that we're there's people that legitimately believe those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really sad. Yeah, because yeah. they're so missing too. out. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like I, I'm so happy to be an open-minded person because it allows me to enjoy life to its fullest for the beauty all around it like mm-hmm. however it may come exactly exactly well, yeah and i'm not trying to be cryptic at all i'm just literally saying that like there's a lot of beauty in the world and if mm-hmm. you can absorb all of it without any prejudice awesome mm-hmm. and i love yeah. that i can Oh, definitely. Not, not without any prejudice, but with little prejudice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just just being open. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and knowing that my perspective is not the perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because right. I think but a lot of us... Because my perspective is that all perspectives are open, you know? You know? Like, <laughs> it's just okay for you to be you. That's my perspective, mm-hmm. and that's the right one. And if you don't believe right. it, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> when um, that first summer after my divorce and all of that. So I went to gay pride. I think I've only been to one gay pride. You're not a very good gay. I'm not a very good gay. (laughs) So I went walking up and there were these signs talking about how gays are an abomination. And it was so hurtful because it's like, you don't even know me. Right. And do you even know what it took for me to get here? And now you're waving that sign in the face? Oh my God. Right? I mean... Yes. People, mm-hmm. I just, if I, if I were to see that sign now, mm-hmm. may, I mean, I would like to think I would be this brave, but I'm probably not. <laughs> but what I would love to do is go up to that person and say, tell me about this. Yeah. You know, why do you, you don't, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. You don't know me. Look at this sign that you're holding. What is your problem with me? Yeah, without quoting the Bible, because they always do that. What right. is your problem? Right. Why right. this? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, human to yeah. human. Yeah. You know, they're not worth it talking to those people. It's like a brick wall. Jenny went to a rally one time. And just, it was just gay pride was... in Albany. It was like the second year. Anna was, we were within walking distance, our house mm-hmm. was within walking distance of everything. Mm-hmm. Gay pride. I'm going to go down there because Anna and my gay friends are all down there. It's, you know, I'm a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. We've got groups of these people, right? <laughs> but um, I was going down there. I walked Anna down there because she was going to hang out with my friend Brandon. And um, there was a group of those people, those mm-hmm. people with... Haters. Yeah, there was like five or six of them, all these rednecks, basically, and it just fucking pissed me off. They had megaphones, they were saying rude things. You don't want to be in this group? Go away. We don't need your opinion here. We're doing our thing, you go do yours somewhere else. You don't got to be in the middle of this shit. Exactly. You have all the other days of the week, or all the other days of the year. All the other months of the year. Do what you want then. Don't come right now, right here. Fuck you guys. And I was so mad. I was like, I can't believe I'm leaving my kid here, but I'm gone. I was so pissed. and Shaking. None of the gay people were pissed. They were just like, this is normal. This is normal. Just ignore them. They were upset that I was getting upset. Like, don't get upset. It's okay. Don't let them get to you. How could you not? How dare they? I'm not even gay. You know? But how how, how dare you do that in front of my child? I can't go something like that because it would get me just as fired up. I'm more mad at them being mean <laughs> yeah. than my kid hanging out with at Gay Pride. Right. I wasn't afraid for her there until those people showed up. Straight yep. people showed up. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. It really hurt my feelings. And I got really, like this, I got way over the top because I don't like that. 
No. There's no reason her, for somebody like to be like that. <laughs> Do your own thing somewhere else. Right. You, know? you don't have to be here. Yeah, and we won't come to yours and uh, right, uh, yeah. straight church people. We won't come to your church you. and fuck your men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, so that was, I. So, was speaking of going to church and fucking the men, um, <laughs> do you remember me talking about that documentary, Jesus Camp? No. Okay. No. So. There's this crazy documentary called Jesus Camp. I know it's on YouTube, or on Hulu, sorry. You can probably find it on YouTube. You can find it anywhere. Um, but it goes into, you know, evangelical Christians and um, sort of how they roll with, um, uh, I don't want to say indoctrination, but that's kind of what it is, indoctrinating their kids and what their belief, just like the hardcore, like, like super haters, like what we were talking about yeah, with the yeah. signs and all yes. that. Um, so was it Ted Haggart, the pastor in Colorado Springs, in Colorado Springs, he's like, you know, those like mega churches where mm -hmm. it's like, they have like, they're like stadiums, but like, yeah. like church. Yeah. So, for like um, a televangelist? Kind, kind of, sort of, yeah. I don't think this guy was on TV, but he was like a big like heavy hitter in, uh -huh. in Colorado Springs. And um, he was featured in this documentary because he had this like big old church and a lot of followers and a lot of people and they're all, you know, crazy about him. So he was found with a gay male prostitute. Yes. Mm -hmm. This guy. This yeah. guy. He like, yeah. So, and he's like super anti-gay, like super like hater, um, like all the anti-everything, um, everything that he's into, ironically. Right. Um, but there was just so much like guilt and shame and religious trauma in him. And I don't know if he's gay or bi or if he's just experiment. Like, I don't know him and his life, but... Um, it was just so interesting because, like, I guess, like, gosh, six months or a year after that documentary came out, um, all of that stuff came out with him. And so uh -huh. it's just, like, hypocrisy at its right. finest. Oh, so. I, right. I want to say that Bill Maher talked to him in the movie Religious. Oh, probably. Maybe. Yeah. I've never heard of that movie. It's an interesting one. And you, if you are, if you're even, like, loosely Christian, you probably shouldn't watch it because it's probably going to offend you. But if you're not Christian at all, then yeah, totally. But it's basically Bill Maher going around and saying, prove it, prove it, prove it to all different types of groups and getting their opinions on why they believe in God and him talking about being Catholic once and then even his mom not even being Catholic anymore. And she's a little, she looks like, <laughs> she looks like a... Oh man, what is his name from Blazing Saddles? The little guy, <laughs> the what? one that wrote it. Oh, Mel Brooks. Yeah, his mom looks like a little Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like renounced Catholicism. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So it's a very interesting movie. If if that's the thing you're into. I haven't ever made my wife watch it because I think it's rude to make her watch something like that if she's not into it. But if you are, then I totally recommend the movie. I love it. I've watched it a bunch. What's it called again? Religious. Religious. I'm going to have to Bill put Mar. that on Will you text yeah. that to me? I will, because I It's like that's interesting. quite funny. And to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who get that, uh... He does not necessarily always interview the the most intelligent <laughs> or the most educated. That's the best people. But he's also interviewing 
the people that are out there picketing and the same the same mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Not necessarily going out there interviewing a picketer, but that same mindset, the normal people that mm-hmm. would be the, the haters, the problem, and... Like, if you can't really back this up, then what the fuck are you believing this for? Like, yeah. that's I, that's his thing. Yeah. I can't remember what uh, stand-up show it was, but I believe it was Joe Rogan. And he said that, um, something about how, like, um, the only, like, reason for homophobia is that you're secretly concerned that dicks are delicious. And that's <laughs> yeah. why you're... Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I mean, I I don't know. I feel like there might be a lot of truth to that with some people. Like, why are you so passionate about something that has nothing to do with you, but maybe it has everything to do with that? Yeah, you know I what like I mean? it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Try I'm, it. Right. Or even Try just, it. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrified of the curiosity. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. But it's it it just doesn't make sense to me. Your your mm-hmm. manly men, you know the the Spartans. They. <laughs> what? They, they poke the booty hole of other men. Well, I often I saw it in a documentary that they like there were certain I don't know if you call it like armies or tribes or whatever in like ancient Greece that it was like fully either bi or gay men because they the um, commander people the ones in charge were like you are gonna fight so much more if you're there like protecting your boyfriend or you're you know with somebody that you love like you're gonna go ham and i'm like that is so true like if you he's like you know get your hands off my (laughs) you know Uh, what i mean partnership or relationship with somebody that even if when you get home that's not your person Mm -hmm. but when you're when you're out fighting Mm -hmm. that is your person and that's your that's your backup that's your buddy that's your yeah that's the one person that has your back out there and that makes so much sense it does of course makes Uh all the sense in the world never heard that before but it does make sense yeah i i feel bad that i can't remember the name of the documentary i was watching but it was like on the history channel or some shit and they Uh were saying like that that like and I mean, I know it's, you know, thousands of years ago, hundreds right. of years ago, whatever. So it's like, we don't really, it's not like we can just talk to somebody about it, but mm-hmm. based on, you know, things that they've discovered, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Even yeah. if you're completely full of shit, I believe you. <laughs> Which I could you be. Know? I mean, it makes sense enough that you could be completely full of shit and I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly why. Well, she watches a lot of documentaries. Yes. So. Oh, yes. The stupidest documentaries. I love them so much. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we have some. We have some on our TV, Planet Earth, and uh, some, I don't remember which other ones. Not any good ones like that. Whites. We have the whites on there. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you guys, uh, I'm sorry to bring it up, but it's like 1030. Oh, shoot. And I know, oh, no. I know, it's 1030 at night, and Sandy went supposed to be in bed an hour and a half ago. <laughs> and she still has like a good 40 minute drive home from here. Whoops. Whoopsie. So, so, but tomorrow's Friday, right? Tomorrow's Thursday. Fuck. You need tomorrow. to take a day off somewhere in between, because... Tomorrow... If tomorrow was Friday, be perfect, because who yeah. gives a shit about Friday? You can get through anything on Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... But I'll get through. I've got coffee. Okay, good. I'll get through. Yeah, it's late. 10.30. I know. Mom, you're living so dangerously. We're a bad influence. <laughs> so before we go, though, what's your, what's your plan? What's your future look like to you? What is your goal in the next five years? Where do you want to be in five years? Where do I want to be in five years? Yeah. You're thinking possibly about moving. Is that within the next five years, or if we move, it will. It would definitely be within five years. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. It remains to be seen if it really happens. Okay. All right. Is this something you want within the next five years? What do you want for yourself in the next five years? What would you like to do? you got to have something. Come on. Everybody has something. Well, I mean, I want to travel. Mm-hmm. I really want to travel. We were supposed to go to Europe last year, but mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. And Damn I've it, never Rana. been mm-hmm. so... I really, really... I just want a trip of a lifetime. Yes. Yeah. And that's something that you can do. That is very possible. Yes. You just have to wait yes. until you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because... If any part of it involves going on a cruise, I don't want to be on a cruise ship with a mask on. No. I don't mm-hmm. want a vacation no. with a mask. Right. Yeah. Right. I just, I want to be able to do I, it on our terms. I bet you that will be obtainable in the next... You could probably have a trip of a lifetime and not die of a pandemic thing and get to do it without a mask in the next five years, I would guess. Yeah. Probably I in the next so. three. Well, and you hit your 50 states this year. I did. I've been to all 50 states. It's a big deal. I'm on five. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) this is five. (laughs) Good for you. What was your last one, did you say? Um, Alabama. 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 What were you there for? We were, well, it was just kind of a drive-through. We Uh didn't really stop and do anything, so that might be cheating. It's not because you went through, right? I mean, you've been there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, my uncle passed away, and... It was kind of cool, though, how we got to go to the funeral. Ems and I flew to Tulsa, and we rented a car, and then drove to Arkansas to pick up Chris, because that's where he was working. What? Okay. So then we drove from Arkansas to North Carolina, mm-hmm. and then we did. We went to the funeral and you know hung out with family and blah, blah. And then we drove down to Atlanta, and then flew home from Atlanta. That's a long... Mm-hmm. It was a long little drive there. It was a bunch. Yeah, and it was just, it was really cool to yeah. road trip with these two. Because that hasn't happened in over 20 years for yeah. us. Um, yeah. Because, I, mean, I mean, we drove all over when, like, when we were kids and stuff, because Dad would have, you know, meetings or things, places, and so we would all just go. If it was, like, during the summer or something like that, just pack up and, and all of us mm-hmm. go. Um but yeah, it'd been a minute since I had been on a, well, on a, a trip of any kind. But right. um, especially like I never get to hang out with Chris for that long, right. so that was really cool. Like, um, being able to to spend time with him and mom, and you know, I get to hang out with mom sometimes, but never for like extended like days on end mm-hmm. like that. You know, so mm-hmm. that was kind of kind of cool. Yeah, Good. yeah. I mean, it was a sad reason, but course, it was a yeah. gr- right. it was a great trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really cool. I mean, considering the circumstances. Of yeah. course, the circumstances are always a bummer. But yeah. Right. But yeah. And when was that? How long ago was that? That was oh. just a couple of months ago. Cool. Was it March? Oh, yeah. 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 I think it was. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing that. Yeah. But we had this plan, so we were still trying to sneak around. Mm-hmm. I was trying not to look at you. Because I don't <laughs> want you to know that I was looking, basically, right? Because you can feel it. If that, we were too into it. I don't know. Just... That was just so wild how this whole thing I know. happened. Mm-hmm. It's been perfect. Sandy helped us get it all taken care of. She kept her mouth yeah. shut the entire no, time. I was so like proud months. of myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fun. It was a fun surprise. 
and I had no idea. And then no we got idea. a surprise her again with Anna. Yeah. I know. That was so fun. Yeah. I was not expecting that at all. I wasn't expecting you, and no, then I wasn't expecting yeah, her either. That was but, fun, because yeah. it would have mm-hmm. been the next, much closer together, but her flight changed. That's okay. And then we got to go surprise Destiny with Anna. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was fun. The whole time we've been here has been so fun. We got to see so much cool stuff. And sometimes when you go visit, you know, you go visit places and, I don't know, somebody says, come visit me in uh, the Dowels. You're like, oh, let's go visit the Dowels. Like, there's nothing here. <laughs> but, like, here, there was actually shit to see. Oh, like, no. every time we went somewhere, the scenery was beautiful mm-hmm. and the weather was perfect. And even when it wasn't perfect, it was very unique. So you're going to remember that, right? Right. Because it wasn't 80 <laughs> degrees during that thunderstorm as well, right? It was yeah. pretty warm and muggy. So that was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And there's so much more to see in this state. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was trying to think like, okay, well, next time, what should we do? And like, next oh, time, Grand where should we Lake. go? Grand Lake and Estes Park. Yes. Definitely next time. Yes. It's yeah. like a postcard. And next so time pretty. we'll, we will have a better handle on what we're doing as well. The KOAs <laughs> were a very important thing for us. This way to make sure that we had what we needed. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on the way home, it's going to be different. And from here on out, it'll be different because we're going to start our new, like the whole, like, boondocking thing because yeah. the weather is mm-hmm. getting better and we can mm-hmm. do that well and yeah. so getting here getting here was important and getting here safe was important yeah. mm-hmm. and slow. yes safe. slow and knowing where we're going and knowing that we could connect to water and shower and do all those things and just have an easy trip here so that we could understand how it is getting here mm-hmm. and now that we're comfortable experienced mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes a little bit more seasoned we're going to take the next step in Every other time, we're going to do campground, not campground, campground, not campground, and try to kind of wean ourselves out of necessarily needing campgrounds as much. So dry camping. Yes. 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 And I was telling Jenny, I said, this, the house isn't fully up to par to just go out and boondock and be 100% self-sufficient. We can't have hot water right now. There's something wrong with stuff that there's just some problems but the only thing is well we still can have hot water we can but uh so i want to spend i want to put money back into this and Mm -hmm. so when we go home and work we'll work to slowly put money into it so that we can go out further and do do go further for even cheaper than what we did this time yeah Mm -hmm. you know because we won't have to rely on koas or even you know we can just use use rest stops and use their ways of dumping and fueling mm-hmm. up with water and we can we can do it all on our own for just the cost of gas and food that's mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. and if I, we just double down and work a little bit and put a little bit more into the house and then go and come back and put a little bit more into the mm-hmm. house and then go out really far i mean yeah, that's the it's way. worth it mm-hmm. yeah it's, i think it's worth it because this this is an investment to me to go enjoy stuff. It mm-hmm. is the very first time I've ever thought to invest into a vehicle. Vehicles are garbage. Yeah. They're fuck, I don't fucking like driving. Fuck driving. <laughs> fuck vehicles. They're a way to get from point A to point B, mm-hmm. and that is their only purpose whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But this, this is way more than that. Yeah. So oh, I can definitely. pour the money into that and feel yeah. well, good about that. And this is the furthest east you guys have ever been, right? I've, well, I've been to I've, England. Yeah, well, I've been to Virginia Beach. But as far as, like, trekking, yes, Mm -hmm. this is the furthest. Yeah, this is the farthest I've been from the ocean Mm -hmm. my entire life. I've flown. Because in England, right, no matter Mm -hmm. where you go there, you're closer to the ocean than we are right now. Right. you're on an island. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then I've been 45 minutes away from the the ocean in Oregon my entire life. 
that. Wow. Yeah. Makes it really hard to be awake and feel yeah. it. Just the water escaping your body. <laughs> pressure. It's pressure in your head and in your chest a little bit here. You're getting kind of used to it. But when we first got yeah. here, I had some things going on. I was like, weird. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Just because it feels different here. Well, it's the altitude, sure. Altitude mm-hmm. and it's very dry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My lips are dying. My <laughs> lips finally, I finally got chapstick today. Yeah. I yeah. didn't really get chapstick. I should have got some a couple of days ago. Yeah, just, yeah. The the altitude hasn't been a thing for mm-hmm. me, but the 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 dryness definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just the amount of time that we've been here, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I drive by Cherry Creek Reservoir fairly often when I drive, and I was like, oh man, like that would have been really cool for you guys to be able to camp there because so there's close. it's near the water, so it's like well a man-made lake, but it's still water, it still counts. Um, so totally. I was like, oh, like that would have been like so nice because then we you still to. still get the water, but you know in. Colorado. <laughs> so next time that we do come, we will try and do that because, mm-hmm. but I must, uh, we might have to plan it just a little bit farther ahead so that I can call and make reservations mm-hmm. right away when they open up their reservations. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, I think they're always packed with. State parks generally yeah. are too. So it is a state park, but yeah. plan it a little yeah. better so I can stay there. It's like mm-hmm. a cab to your house, no problem right. from there, mm-hmm. you know, seven minutes away or something. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. Well, it's probably time to shut it down, don't you think? Yeah, probably. Well, thank you so much for coming and being on our podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you for See, having uh, us. Any shout-outs? Chris, say hi, Chris. Hey, and Chris. Bailey. Hi, Chris Bailey. and Bailey. Yeah. Well, hi, Aunt Donna. And Donna. Hi, Donna. Steve. All right. Yeah, yeah. Hi, cool. well, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, don't yeah. shut it down yet oh, because what, what, what? we have, like, just, like, 20 more seconds to hit the two hour mark. Oh my two God. Two hours? Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, not even. Well, we literally have been sitting around talking for nine days or however yeah. long it's been and we haven't stopped at all so it's been way more than two hours because i've only been recording two hours of conversation yeah we've been yeah, we started that before that, that yeah. and we, we could talk, talk way more and i feel like we didn't get nearly enough time but next I'm time to talk exactly right next time. So, more yeah. stories for next time exactly yeah. yeah and if you go back and listen to it and you think to yourself like shit you know what maybe i do want to talk about that or going back and listening to other podcasts or anything it inspire you to want to talk about certain things or certain moments and make you hyped up for the next time right yeah. okay yeah. or maybe you guys can take your motorhome situation up to mm-hmm. where jenny and Matt i think are. we should meet up at some point too yes. i think we should meet moab maybe somewhere cool halfway utah nevada somewhere somewhere it'd be fun Ooh. reno no uh <laughs> lake tahoe tahoe Tahoe. Okay. Tahoe. Wait, that would be fun. Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere in here. Yeah. Or Yellowstone, like we talked <laughs> Yellowstone about. Yellowstone yeah. would be cool, too. Yellowstone is so wonderful. That's like... Here. Yeah, up a little bit more. It's like, it has a little bit of all these states in it, doesn't it? Or this one. I'm sorry, these ones. Yeah. Montana, yeah. Idaho, and Wyoming. Yeah. Oh, you know yes, what? but mostly in It's Wyoming. mostly in Wyoming. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to do that. But it's so, so it's like beautiful. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that sounds mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Okay, did we hit the 20 seconds? We we totally did. We're All at right. two hours, one minute, 17 seconds and cool. counting. And All right. counting. All right. Say goodnight, right. girls. Good night, girls. Good night, girls. <laughs> <laughs>